Welcome to the Joy of Geek podcast. Uh, we're doing another special edition. Uh, we do this every year. It is our annual Upfronts, television Upfronts episode. Uh, I am Rich Lapore, Jordan Alseka. Kevin Schaefer. Kelsey Lair. So we have the entire crew here. And uh, Jordan, uh, w- talk, talk a little bit about the intro to the Upfronts. The, well, the Upfronts is, of course, uh, towards the beginning of May every year. The big, well, a lot of networks do it, but mainly the big five of uh, CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox, and the CW kind of premiere their trailers for the new season, you know, first looks. Sometimes usually. they're 30 seconds, sometimes they're two and a half minutes. Just sometimes depends. they're five and a half minutes, yeah. <laughs> depending and, on the network. And crazily, some of them are like the full ep- like full episode, but, but cut down Most to of them minutes. are, but that's sort of what they're supposed to be. They're supposed to sell them to advertisers and give you a full idea of what the show is about. Uh, they just also get released to the general public. Um, a lot of the networks on YouTube, if you go to their channels, will have both the full trailers and the 30-second the spots that have already started appearing uh, with season finale alleys of other shows and whatnot. Right. Because it's time to start hyping those shows for the fall and getting people excited, and uh, I'm sure by August we'll be sick of seeing these shows again and again and again and again, because that's how they play them throughout the summer. Well, you know, it's really interesting. It used to be, uh, as we as we would look forward to the new fall shows every year, it would always be that that was what you had to look forward to, and you'd be waiting through the summer for uh-huh. fall TV, but now summer's gotten hot. Yeah. Like, just because of the you know the rise of all the different networks and the glut of good content, and if you think about this summer, I'm almost as excited about it, if not more so, than a lot of what's coming in the fall. Um, obviously, these trailers got me more pumped about the fall, but, I mean, even the summer has a bunch of great stuff. Uh, tonight, we're recording this on a Sunday, tonight is... Preacher premiere. Yeah, Preacher. Uh, is Outcast this summer? Outcast is coming soon. Yeah. It's yeah. part of, yeah, yeah, that's part of the summer. There's yeah. a lot of amazing, uh, that's for me, I, I don't know about you guys, but Wayward Pines is coming back. Oh, I'm yeah, really Wayward pumped Pines. about that. Mr. Uh, Robot season two. Oh, I can't wait. I just finished Mr. Robot season one, and mm-hmm. it's literally in the top three shows of all time for me. We will talk yeah. about that sometime. Literally. Um, it's that good. Um, uh, it did a little of the Game of Thrones thing where the second to last episode was the best and the last episode was kind of like set up for your falling action almost. Right. Yeah. Um, but it was amazing. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so there's a lot of really cool stuff to be excited about for the summer. Um, but what I want, what I would like to do before we uh, look to this coming fall and we've, we've now done our tradition. Uh, we sat down and we watched all the trailers as a group that have been released. It was super fun. Um, but before we get into that, I remember doing this a year ago. Um, and looking at a lot of trailers of shows that I never watched or watched very little of, uh, what did you guys think about this last season and like sort of the trailers, what we thought, you know, what were your overall impressions of the trailers versus what we ended up liking when we started watching, if we watched any of it? Uh, honestly, I don't remember a lot of last year just because I think a lot of shows got canceled or quick. Really quick. Tends yeah. to happen. Blood and Oil is one of the few shows I remember because of how bad it was. Oh yeah, Blood and right. Oil. Yeah. Um, you guys were loving its badness though, no? Yeah, but, oh, yeah, it, was but so it was bad terrible. it was good. And it got canceled. I don't even it officially got canceled, maybe finally it was taken from the schedule. Um but uh, you know this past year I can't think of a lot of shows that are in their first season that I was still watching other than Supergirl, which I really enjoyed and was uh one of my favorite new shows of the year in that I'm still <laughs> watching it um, and I'm excited it was renewed. There are some that I wish I'd gotten to that I, I just didn't have the chance, like Limitless, which I know has gotten oh, a I huge Oh, I can't wait to watch response. Limitless. I started watching like the first 10 or 15 minutes of it, but it was on my cell phone like in between something, so I didn't get to get really into it. But yeah, the response is really good and the ratings started really good. Uh-huh. I heard they dwindled as time went on, um, but that could just be the this thing that, you know, CBS has a problem, I think, in that... 
they just refused to give away their content for free, uh, you know, after the air date. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they mm-hmm. so much so that they were like, oh, we got to do it. Fine. We'll start charging people. We'll have CBS on demand and have a subscription service. Grr. You know, they just they don't want to let people catch up on their shows. So watching Limitless, I remember asking you about it. I was like, you know, what about Limitless? And you were like, I'd like to catch up. It's not really available, you know. Yeah. And a lot of and that is kind of the problem. Now, if you subscribe, I think there's some way if you subscribe to cable or direct TV or one of those, you can kind of log in and get access. But it's weird. Um, It's definitely weird. It's yeah. I mean, there's a lot of shows I fell behind on, like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend or Limitless, um, Scream Queens. And I just haven't gotten around to finishing them yet. Scream Queens. Um, Sequel (laughs) season coming. To me, and I, I'm pretty sure Kelsey will agree with this point, I think of the year in terms of the shows I binge-watched over a couple of days that premiered, like, uh, you know, Jessica Jones, <laughs> yeah, Jessica Jones. Master of None came out, uh, Lady Dynamite Netflix just premiered. You finished we, it? No, we haven't finished it. No, we haven't it. finished oh. it. We, we started it. It's, it's, it's wild. It's wild. really, I started it too, and it's, yeah, it's, it's frenetic. I only saw the first episode, so I don't know if that gives me enough of a sense of what it's all going to be we, about. We've only seen the first episode, too. Yeah. I don't think, I think... I wasn't loving it, I gotta admit. Oh, no, well, I am... It's not for I everybody in the slightest. No, it's not. It's, um, it's very frenetic and weird, and they do things without really explaining anything, and you're just kind of like, I guess we're I, going to roll with this. Yeah, but I like Maria Bamford a lot. She was my one of my favorite parts of Arrested Development Season 4, and, uh... There are a lot of really funny moments in it. John Mulaney's a colonial, oh, colonial soldier for no I reason. I love John Mulaney, and when you see him show up as a colonial soldier, I was like, oh my god, it's John Mulaney. Um, it's they very meta. Want, they didn't want to watch Kimmy Schmidt season two. We're in the middle of it. Yeah, we're in the middle yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's That's out? It is. Yeah. Season two. Been out yeah. for about a month now. How do you guys, how, did you see it? Yeah, I like it. It's like, I still like season one better, but... You saw the whole uh, thing. I'm maybe one episode behind. I, I think I need, still need to watch the season finale, but it's good. Yeah, I mean... I really enjoyed that show, but that's the thing. I've watched yeah, mostly Netflix originals, and sure. then, I mean, of course, Flash, stuff like that. One but. thing that worries me about all these Netflix originals, like, I'll give you two great examples. Uh-huh. Love and Flaked. Okay. These shows, first of all, Love is fucking incredible. I've seen Love the first two episodes of it, good. and it's like, I every time I watch season. it, and I'm just like, oh my god, it's one of the best shows I've seen in a long time, comedy-wise. Like, it just, I just get it. It's just yeah. on my level. And that's one thing that's cool about Netflix, if... You know, you have a, everybody has their own like slight brand or view of the world that yeah. makes certain comedies funnier than others. Mm-hmm. I, I believe, and that show just hits my wavelength. And then like, but but there's just so many shows. There's you know so many. I mean? and... So like, flaked. I don't, I don't know if I'll, I, I forgot it existed, and it may never show up. I'm like, you know what I mean? Right. It's like I feel like this stuff's getting lost or so much. I don't think anyone you know, cares about we, flaked. We were talking <laughs> about it a lot though with um, Scrotal Recall, which actually came in a while ago. That I watched the first episode, really loved, and then heard nothing about, and totally actually forgot about it, even though it's in my queue. But it's actually really we're good. Both so it's a stu- Netflix, Netflix original. But isn't that not a Netflix original? Isn't that like another country's show? And they sure, just but it's, sure, but it's you know they released it the same way as any other shows. I mean, okay. Uh, and then uh, the unbreak, uh, not unbreakable. Um, uh, uh, Bojack Horseman. I'm still starting to listen to that. That seems yeah. to do that, even though I love. Even though One, it's there. Yeah. And Rich, what you were saying about you know too much content. I was reading an interview with Judd Apatow right before Love came out. Yeah. And he said, you know, it there. And this has been kind of a subject for a while. I've seen it in newspapers and websites and stuff about is there too much TV right, right. now? Right. Um, and he said. There, you know, there is a lot, but the advantage is that it gives writers and producers the opportunities that they've never had before. Because yeah. you look at what happened to Freaks and Geeks back in the day, like that. If that were a Netflix original right. today, oh my gosh, that would have gone five life. seasons at least. Right. You know, like, right. Because one, they don't really have to censor it for a cable audience. Two, right. 
you know, I mean, Netflix green light. Or they always renew everything pretty much as long as it has a substantial amount. Oh, yeah, between. Between um, got renewed. I mean, yeah, everything yeah. does. I mean, yeah. the, Between did the other one uh, that that Jordan uh, you said it was terrible. Uh, I never watched it. Uh, the horror one. Oh, uh, uh, Wolf Wolf House. Hemlock Grove. Hemlock Grove. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got three seasons. I did get three seasons. I mean, even even Lillehammer, you know, has like yeah. three. seasons. That's the OG and right. Netflix original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Show respect. Kiss the ring. My bad. Kiss it. Kissing <laughs> yeah. it. Kissing it right now. Um, um, heck, but, they found a way to renew Wet Hot American Summer. So. That's. I mean, that is just that's something that's really cool about Netflix and all these channels. The, the things they can do, like having a Pee Wee movie, like things that just couldn't be done before. And even if they do get canceled, which is rare, they still have a full season now. It's not. Yeah. Like you're, you get a few episodes and then you might get canceled. You know, you at least get a full storyline. And some shows blow my freaking mind, like Aquarius. Have you guys heard of this show with David? Oh, I, I watched half of the Aquarius. NBC show? I loved really? Aquarius. Really? See, I hate that show. <laughs> oh my god, I was enjoying it. Really? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not maligning you for liking it. I just <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. Maybe it, does it? Did you, did you watch the entire thing? Because I watched I've the first watched... three episodes. Oh, I really like. Well, I like David Duchovny a lot. I love him too. I, I just to me, I just think that like. Uh, it's a it's a show of like two minds. It's a show with you know here's Manson and like I really want if you really want to dig into that it's not going to give you that and if you really want to dig into like whatever else is going on there's too much Manson for you you know it's like I don't even know what's going on or, or what on, to care about they kind of they 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 fix that a little bit because I think because the, there's actually like a more episodes where they're more Manson centric and stuff like that but I like the guy who played Manson I don't know I don't remember his name but Renly Baratheon is who. Yeah. Uh, who uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I like Charles him. Manson I like is. the actors. I like the, I liked all the actors, and I think that's what really kept it going for me. Why but you I saw really six episodes and you stopped? Uh, well, I I did it on the like because it was it was all released at one point, uh-huh. and I was going through it that way, and then it like stopped because then it started playing, mm-hmm. so then it changed it, and then I just never I didn't go back to it. Not out of not I do that to a lot of shows though. Yeah, yeah. Like I, even shows like like The Flash Jordan, and Arrow, I do that to those shows. So it's not. Yeah, it's equal opportunity. Uh, yeah, Jordan, you set through all of Fuller House, which that's impressive. Uh, I thought that was exactly <laughs> what it was always going to look like—a Full House. It was exactly. Oh, I mean, anyway, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah that show's was. mad fun. I mean, it's not—it's not of an incredibly high quality. It's yeah. very pandering, especially the pilot. But uh, it's an entertaining time, and if you, if you grew up on Full House like I did, like oh, I'm I just know. having a great time watching. Well, it. particularly oh, um, with the Coveney and Fuller House, it was also a year of a lot of revivals and yeah. returns, and we're seeing that now with the, yeah a lot more uh, this yeah. fall. But well, Fuller do... House, X Files. Oh, yeah, um, um, well, let me ask you about a cop. Heroes Reborn. Heroes oh, Reborn. Yeah. Speaking of, of bombs, and you know X Files too. X Files is really weird. So here's the thing about that: everything I ever read about it online was like it sucks, it blows, it sucks, it blows. There's one episode that's kind of good, and the rest suck. I think it was the first and the last. Like the storyline episodes got the most hate. Right, and then, and then there was the Lizard Man one, who I've heard people like really hate and some really love. Oh, and, that one was great. <laughs> right, right. And you know, really love it, right? And I've heard people that really hate it, and and like the like the guys from IGN UK for spring to mind. Um, but that series like got great ratings. Like people watch the shit out of it. So oh, apparently, yeah, X Files. So apparently, it's not a, right. It's, apparently, it's not officially renewed. But like everybody wants to do it, and they're trying to like carve out time in their schedules. So I guess when Julian Anderson probably about with the two fall, years, you probably they said. Right. Oh, you've heard that? Yeah, they were saying, and probably not this coming season, obviously, but the season after. Okay, kind of like Fargo's getting more time this time. Yeah. And and same thing with True Detective oh, season three. If that comes back, that's going to get more time to do it. You know who's coming to Fargo? You and McGregor. 
awesome. Yes. That's <laughs> awesome. That's really awesome. You yeah. know, he's one of those actors that really grew on me. At first, I never really liked him, and now I, now I love him. I love him. Um, one other thing I wanted to touch base on are a lot of the... So, a lot of the stuff we're talking about, like, we immediately detoured away mm-hmm. from shows that are similar to the ones we just watched all those trailers for. Um, you know, and so what I want to talk about is a little bit more of the shows last year that we saw previews for, like Blind Spot or like Quantico. Um, and then, like, I know I gave them a shot. Did you? What? I, no. Blind Spot, I did. I, I watched, watched the pilot. I watched, a, I watched at least four episodes of Blind Spot. I actually enjoyed it and would like to go back and finish it. I also yeah, watched I like it. The Player, and I loved The See, Player. See, I would love The Player too, but they canceled but it they before canceled I got a chance it. to watch it even. No, I know. The player, it, it's definitely not for everyone, and it's definitely overly cheesy, and yeah. Wesley Snipes speaks mainly in gambling puns, but it's like the <laughs> perfect show for me. I love It was that a fun show. time It was a I fun time. It. And I'm upset that it got canceled, just because it was a fun time. Like, uh, it, it wasn't it's so trying, generic. It is, but it wasn't trying to, it wasn't trying to be anything that it, like, Yeah, but that wasn't. hurts you these days. No, that's it, the it does. Yeah, that, that is the problem. True. That's a really good way to put it, I think. So even these shows, they try to have, like, a real, a big angle. So, in the case of Blind Spot, what if this chick had tattoos all over her body that sent them on their procedural adventures? <laughs> or, what if, uh, they, they, they go to Quantico, and, like, there's this girl there, and... Uh, you know, she's suspected of this thing, but really, it might be any of them, and they're in school together. Ha ha ha! High concept, you know. It's like they always like try to find like these angles to make it like more interesting. But I think even those shows like didn't have enough of an identity. Like when you watch Blind Spot, she's got she's all tatted up, and it's a little different. At the end of the day, it's very similar to a lot of other it's shows. It's Still very procedural though, because it's like it's a ta- it's like a tattoo of the week. It's like we found a new tattoo. It means see, something else. But see, it's... as iZombie has proven, and I know you probably have strong opinions on this. Some of us. But you can do procedural right, like oh, procedural no, you can. and Lucifer I... too. Oh, that's a good example, Lucifer. What a, that's a show that I was really looking forward to and really has impressed me. And that's a show that does procedural right. They both oh, yeah. You know, I, I'm not saying that you can't do procedural right, but like when you boil it down to blind spots, like it's a procedural show. Yeah, and very like true. It, it's so it's not an indictment on it, but like. I don't know. Well, no, I think what, I think your point is when it's so procedural. When you have to yeah. say a long O with the so. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. Sorry. Have you watched the more Lucifer? Because I only watched the pilot. But I've seen I like three it. or four, seen, four of them. Yeah, I've seen four more episodes. of the supernatural. Not really. Not a little bit. Maybe. I wanted more of that. That was awesome. I think, yeah. I think after, because I stopped at like episode four, I think it was going more into the supernatural okay, now yeah, because yeah. I think it was starting to head in that sure, way. Sure, sure. Still very so, light over. It's it never going to be the show that it well, sounds like you want. Well, I know like it's not going to be like oh, that, know. but I just wanted a little more. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. right. No, I, I totally it got agree. renewed. It's the closest thing to Constantine there is. Yeah. It yeah. is the closest thing Well, I personally, I love, was it Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan. I actually yeah. like Lucifer Actor better. But I like them both, but I like Lucifer Actor better. I love him. But anyway. Yeah. Sounds like that feeling is not mutual in the room. Matt Ryan perfectly embodies that character. Okay, right? yeah, all right, all right. Uh, all right. Lucifer's I'll take wildly Alice. open to interpretation. I'll take Alice. Anyway. I can't say I can't because I've not read Lucifer, so I can't say one way or another. No, I just mean yeah, yeah I've read but, a little bit of it, and it's like, but I don't know like what, what the character is like. Sure, but so. just the idea of the devil. Yeah, because I think they've gone yeah. a little more their own way with it. Uh, anyway, so he's I guess he's a good kind devil, kind of. Kind of, but he's a little like devious instead of evil. Anyway, uh, it sounds like you were going to bring us back on track. Let's do this. Sure. So we're going to run down the networks. Uh, we watched them in one order. What is the order? Give uh, us some inside baseball. Well, we watched it CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox, and CW. And how was we're that probably determined? Just based on uh, arbitrariness. Honestly. I thought it was based on Charlotte. It was, but we ended up doing Fox before the CW. Oh, okay. uh, we'll probably run through this with 
with NBC and CW between CBS, ABC, and Fox. Because CBS, ABC, and Fox by far had way more trailers. Yeah, they do. Uh, NBC and CW had uh, three and two total, which doesn't even equal half of most of the other networks. Fox was blazing. Weren't there 12? Yeah, yeah, there were 12 Foxes. Uh, I guess they canceled everything. Well, yeah, kind of. Doesn't a lot of event stuff, maybe? I don't know. Well, it depends on the structure of your network. Uh, Fox does have more comedy space, but not, I don't know. It'll be interesting, but we'll talk about it. We're going to start with CBS. What do you mean by structure of your network? That's an interesting concept. Well, CAW has no sitcoms, so they have less time. They have less shows in general because Ah, they're filling full hours. Uh, ABC, you know, CBS similarly tend to have one comedy night, and uh, most networks actually just tend to have one comedy night. Really? Yeah. That's not how it used to be, right? No. Well, actually, Fox has two comedy nights, because they also have animation domination. Sunday. Yeah. Uh, And there's length. Fox and CW only go till 10 o'clock. Oh, okay. Interesting. Alrighty. Uh, Doesn't really explain NBC. They only have three shows. (laughs) But... NBC uh, is just weird. Now, one other thing I always find interesting, you know this, George, so let me just... Let's give the, the listeners this background. As far as successfulness of networks how does the ranking go uh cbs abc nbc fox cw okay so, i would if i'm so, going roughly so, so cbs is by far the winner for viewership cbs has i think like the three most watched shows on television so that's ncis big bang theory and maybe NCIS, LA. la maybe yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not sure on that but um, uh and then and then the uh and then abc why is that huge ABC, abc is a solid network they have a lot of uh mid-level hits they don't have anything that everyone watches but you know to be an abc show you have to pull in more viewers than you do as an nbc show so that okay and then nbc is how NBC, are they doing right now uh well nbc cannibalized themselves in 2000 almost a decade ago now and uh, when they decided to do no we're going to cancel our all our 10 o'clock shows and do the jay leno show and uh that they still really haven't recovered. The Blacklist is one of their first big successes. I think Blind Spots bring well. They have a Blacklist spinoff I mean, coming. Why was it, oh, because it's a summer show. Is that why we didn't see it? See what? Preview. For. Blacklist Redemption or whatever. It's, it's a mid-season show, probably, yeah. Oh, so they haven't released a trailer yeah, they, for that reason. NBC, okay. one of the reasons they have like, so what, few why trailers. Legends of Tomorrow was like that, too. It came in, what, mid-season of Flash It did, yeah, although yeah. it's Although fall that one year. we got a fall preview for, yeah, though, okay. I thought. Did we watch the trailer? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it wasn't any actual footage from the show. Okay. It was like, because The Flash was in it, and he never actually showed up on Legends. Um, yeah. uh, anyway, we're going to start with CBS. Um, I'm very excited. Upfronts is my one of my favorite times of I year. I love Upfronts. Uh, TV and comics are, you know, back and forth is my favorite of the four types of things we talk about usually. And I'm excited to start with a show from a venerable franchise with, uh, I would say, the most talented man in television, uh, the new Star Trek show. Uh, as show run by Brian Fuller, um, who is on is fire. Is that really right what now. it is? Yeah. Wait, I didn't mean? know that was Brian Fuller doing that. Yeah, yeah he's the show. I know I'd heard that, but I forgot. Oh, no, he is. Yeah. Now, American Gods is obviously further along. American Gods, I can't, I can't wait. Um, when is that coming? Do we know? Sometime in the fall. That's going to be amazing. It ain't all. Now, yeah, we did stick to the main five because others have either had trailers already. This is upfront specific. Um, yeah. And so a lot of networks just don't have trailers for those shows. They tend to hold them closer to the vest. But anyway, so we didn't get a lot from this trailer. It was really just sort of a announcement trailer to the general public type of thing. Uh, but it's Star Trek. It's a show. And it said something weird that you didn't seem to read anything into, but I did, where it said new crews, plural. I think you're just reading too much into yeah. that. How can I be reading too much? I mean, 
everything was plural, as if it was like every week it would be like a different starship. Well, maybe new planets, new aliens, groups. new villains. Yeah, but they're not gonna. They're still gonna follow one crew. Though. Are you sure? I would. Th- I mean, that'd be really hard to. I mean, they haven't announced anything elsewhere. I mean, yeah, that would be a big I mean, time sink of it. Casting, like, I mean, that yeah, would be crazy. Be. Yeah, you're right. I was just thinking, like, I mean, Brian Fuller's an original dude. I mean, he could do anything with it, and for, it's like it's going to be the most yeah. traditional show he's ever done. But I mean, Maybe you could have crews overlapping with one. I mean, you could have like, I mean, an Enterprise, and then you know, someone else. I mean, who knows how they're structured? I, I just, yeah, it didn't ever strike me as now. anything worth noting. Okay, I think as it's gonna be. I think, I think more my words. I think there's something in that, but unless. I it, well, yeah. I know it's just speculation at this point, but like as far as tonally, what do you guys think? Like, like for me, I think because obviously the movies recently have fallen more into like the Star Wars territory, very space opera, very action oriented, and of course that's a huge. Um, Diversion from the original series, which is very hardcore science fiction based, right? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, I think in today's uh, generation, it's gonna be hard to do something exactly like the old series. But they also, I don't think it would benefit them to do the, to do a crazy action oriented one. You know, yeah. they need some of that, you know, serialized storytelling. And yeah, what would be, what would be really cool would be to like really take it back to. The original concept of going to all these different planets yes, and experiencing yes. all these unique cultures right. and oh, yeah, that's I, what I, I was think, hoping for, right. which I think Brian Fuller can pull off. No, oh, Bob, yeah. well, Brian yeah. Fuller started out on Star Trek. He wrote several episodes yeah, of mm-hmm. Voyager and Enterprise. Was, was um, I would think it would be something along the you know general concept of original series next generation. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. But ideally, leaning more next generation in terms sure. of seriousness and. Um, I, I think he's been very upfront that he's going to make Star Trek, not you know, two thousand nine Star right, Trek. Right, right, right. Uh, the, the new movies do that. Um, as a side note, the Beyond second Beyond trailer was pretty good. We, I we didn't watch that. the new. Oh, one. oh we did see it. It actually, I actually was a little more excited for because the first trailer was awful. Oh no, it felt more. The second trailer felt more. It felt Star more Star Trek. Trek. I didn't mind the that. first one. I. I the first one looked like Fast and Furious in space. Yeah, that's the it, Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I, know, I, know. I know. I don't know. You know, and it had the like elves from Thor too. Like oh, we're yeah, tangenting uh, a little, but I don't know why that trailer gets so much hate for the song because that song's been there since two thousand nine. Oh yeah, it wasn't the song. It was just yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sure. I, I just anyway. think I just think like the 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 vocal minority online has gotten really loud maligning Star Trek, and I just think I don't know. I just think those movies are good, and I I don't know. I mean, they're good, but like it, like I think the show is a good opportunity to bring it back to its roots. People, yo, no, I agree with you. Yeah. I totally agree with you. But I mean, cinematically, I think they're doing everything they should be doing. Yeah, but I hear you. Anyway, yeah. minor tangent on Star Trek. Um, well, sure I mean, we'll it be, is about Star Trek. So. No, we'll certainly be discussing that movie in an episode. I'm, I'm sure. Unlo- I mean, I assume we. we I would love to do to. an episode yeah. on that. But uh, next... I see a Star Trek comic on Kevin's wall as uh-huh. we sit here. <laughs> so he's next obviously generation. you're obviously about it. Uh, so yeah. next up, uh, Kevin can wait. Is a show can about he? okay. I, all right, I, I'm kind of excited about this. Uh, uh, it's a show about a retiring cop uh, who ends up not entirely getting his retirement when his daughter and her fiance end up moving in with him. And, and he's like a like a guy who's going to make an app. Uh, he's Kevin. Well, Kevin James is the retiring cop. Uh, it is a sitcom. Uh, I'll let Kevin go with this because he seems excited. The most excited. I don't know. Like, I mean, I really love King of Queens. Like, that's one of the shows that Dad and I watch a lot. And it's just one of those classic, like, 90s sitcoms mm-hmm. kind of thing. And 
this has that same vibe. And normally, like, you know, like, I really despise laugh tracks and all that, but I don't know. I really like Kevin James. I think he has, there's a certain just charisma he has, like, in sitcom roles that I think really works really well. And I like the concept behind this. I think it has potential. Like, nice. I don't expect it to be anything mind-blowing great by any means, but I, this looks fun, though. I don't know. Uh, Jordan, what about you? You're a uh, you're a guy who, who takes solace in the occasional uh, corny sitcom. Um, you know, it doesn't look as bad as it could. Um, we've seen some. No, I mean honestly, yeah, we've no, seen I mean, bad sitcoms in the past few years. No, Christella, Mulaney, Doctor yeah. Kin. You know, these are all shows that are kind of hard to watch through. This looks like the sort of you that know, one episode of Doctor Ken though was awesome. You're just not. I can't take you seriously when you say that. That one we saw. Yes, it was one, terrible. It was terribly awesome. Didn't we enjoy the hell out of hating it? Sure, but yeah, that doesn't mean it's a good sitcom. I know, I know. Uh, no, Kevin, I like King of Queens. I used to watch it uh, in high school, middle school, and uh, you know, I, I, this looks like the perfectly, you know, harmless junk food type of yeah. sitcom I would put on. Right? How about you? Kevin? And I, oh, sorry, oh, God, no, God, yes, no, definitely. Like I like I, I like King of Queens a lot. I'm not usually the person who watches like I guess like slice of life sitcoms like that yeah, yeah, yeah. that it just doesn't normally interest me but it's something that I'd probably like turn it's like junk food you, if it's on I'd probably put it on and exactly, watch yeah. it and watch it it's, if it's, it's on I would turn it off but that's cool <laughs> well it's a, well I'd much rather <laughs> Kevin James be in like a, sorry sorry <laughs> I'd rather, much rather have Kevin James be in a corny sitcom than do another Paul Blart movie like that or throw it off I mean yeah no that's I mean, probably yeah. preferable okay I get I man I, I can respect and I get that they're comfort food. These, these yeah, 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 yeah. They really do make you feel like the piece of childhood. And hey, I just admitted to enjoying Fuller House, so like, there's no shame right, in this game, right. you know. Sure. Oh, well. uh, so go, we'll hop over because we can do a little versus round here. I think there's a lot of shows that are similar. Uh, we also have a show called Man with a Plan mm-hmm. that is about a, a father. Yeah, Joey Tribbiani from Joey's Friends. married to Pam. Matt LeBlanc. Uh, Jenna Fisher plays the mother who doesn't seem to have a huge role in the pilot, but it's basically a father being put more in the Mr. Mom sort of role. Is this uh, uh, CBS also? Yes. Yeah, also on CBS. <laughs> this, by the way, is the one sitcom, and I said this last year about The Grinder and about Grandfathered, neither of which I, neither of which I watched, both of which are canceled, one of which I thought was doing well, but I guess I was wrong. Uh, the grinder, yeah. Well, I think it was critically well received, but you know, um, that, but, when does that mean anything? <laughs> yeah, man, I guess you're right. Um, but I, this is the number one of all the sitcoms with like laugh tracks. If this has one or not, either way, this kind of sitcom this is the one I would watch for sure. I yeah. love. I didn't love. I uh, Friends. I know everybody loves Friends, and I respect the hell out of it. And I liked it, but it wasn't like the seminal like like launchpad sitcom for me, like it right. was for other people. Right. So. I fell in love with Joey on episodes, which yeah. I'm currently watching, and I love him on that show. He's just great on that, and so now I love his character that he plays, and this is no different. So I would totally enjoy it for that reason. Sure. No, it looks like a fun time. Um, sitcoms are always tricky. The pilots tend to just be establish the scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a dad taking care of his kids. Um, I was. I, I thought it looked amicable. Yeah. No, I, I think out of the two, um, between Kevin Kuwait and Man with a Plan, I'm probably with Rich, and I think Man with a Plan is one that I probably will gravitate towards more than Kevin Can Wait, just because I don't I like the scenario, I think, a little bit yeah. more. I think sure. it lends itself to something, I don't know, that I would enjoy more. Well, to me, I, I was I was looking over the list, I was like, yeah, I guess the there are, CBS really is the only one that has laugh track comedies, but uh, if I'm going with a laugh track comedy, i got to give it to The Great Indoors. Uh, which stars Joel oh, yeah. McHale. Oh, yeah, yeah The Great Doors. And Christopher Mintz-Plass, Stephen Fry. Actually, pretty good cast all around. And uh, it's a little bit... Um, That's up there, too. That's one I will definitely check out. 
I like Joel McHale a lot. Huge Community fan. Rest in peace. Huge The Soup fan. Rest in peace. Uh, I've always liked the guy. He, he's just hugely entertaining. Um, uh, not a lot of range, but he does what he does really well. Wow, I'm surprised to hear you say that. I really thought that you were like hardcore fanboy. I like Joe. Yeah, I like him a lot. He doesn't have rain. He doesn't you have know, a lot of rain. He's like the same character I've, in everything. Even in like um, what the horror movie that he's in, he plays like the same character. What is that? Oh, uh, Deliver Us oh. from Evil. Yes. Yeah. And then he was in the X Files. He was in the X Files. Was he in Deliver Us from Eva though? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, maybe he does have range. He he also could just get typecast. That happens to a lot of actors yeah. too. But uh, I don't know. I like him. I like his shtick. I like the you know. I mean, it is a little bit of a like older versus millennial mindset which is always like but it didn't look too bad it looked fairly even in the way it was treating the characters um and there was some fun stuff in this one so uh as a joel mccain eh, joel McHale fan I'm, I'm looking forward to the great indoors any other thoughts on oh no it, it looked it looked really fun although it does remind me of another show that's on this list that i which i'm surprised that i like the idea of the great indoors because i'm so utterly revolted by the other show which has gen x versus millennials oh yeah that's another show <laughs> on cbs now, yeah uh this this wasn't a new show but it was one that i saw and kelsey and i have been watching survivor and survivor 33 is going to be millennials versus gen x so you got a group of roughly... It just doesn't surprise me that they would do that eventually. Early 20-somethings versus... Early 30-somethings. Yeah, early to well, More like 30 to 50, but... <laughs> 30 to 40. I mean, that's the that's the range. You know, you're looking at about 15 years for a generation. Mm-hmm. Um, this just looks like... You know, Survivor loves its gimmicks. They pretty much fade away within, like, two or three weeks. So they got the people saying all the lines... Um, you know, it's it's just a dumb gimmick. Survivor is one of the, to me, in my mind, it's one of the two or three best uh, reality shows there ever were. Um, I, I think it's amazing. No, it's a great show. It's highly entertaining. Um, you know, we get through some. We've had some bad seasons in our watch, but we've also had some great reality television. Well, that's so. what that, you know. That actually, the fact that there are bad seasons does lend itself to me to lend credence to the fact that it's more real than some of them. Because, like, if it were just, like, any reality... Like, the worst reality shows are the ones where there's always top-notch drama. Because you know that shit's, like, extra written. Oh, yeah. I mean, they script everything to some extent, and they try to, like, point people in directions and and manipulate. um, But it's more real, because, like, you'll get a a season of clunker personalities, and it's like, well, we tried. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... So that was just one we found worth mentioning because it's a funny concept. If you haven't seen the trailer, it wasn't part of like the upfront trailers, but ser- search it out to see some uh, millennials and Gen X saying some really stupid stuff about being millennials and Gen Xers. <laughs> well, I like the fact. I just want to go back to the grading doors for a second. The thing I like about the show that makes it interesting mm-hmm. to me one, it's obviously a vehicle for Joel McHale. I mean, Mince Plus is also like really, really good. Um, love him in the first Kickass so much. He's so yes. funny in that when he's yeah. like, "Dude," and he's like rolling around and like yeah. doing bad shit. It was so funny. Yeah. Um, Joel McHale. It's obviously a vehicle for him, and I love him though. I like that it's a little against type. It's not against type in personality, but the great outdoorsman type. Like that's so not what I would have thought for Joel McHale. He's True. Like a lawyer. He wants that. He likes the modern amenities. He he's all. It's, uh, uh, well groomed and like you know perfect product on his hair and you know that nice kind of suits. character right mm-hmm. right and so to do the outdoorsman thing is interesting so if depending on how much they bring that angle in I'm really interested to see that sure uh, I think it's a pretty good those are their three comedies uh, Man with a Plan The Great Indoors and uh, Kevin Can Wait none of them looked outright oh, offensive oh I get though. it it's Heaven Can Wait ah but so it's next, Kevin, get it? So next up, we've got... Wait, because his retirement's on hold. Oh, I didn't get it before. 
Because I'm slow. So next up, we've got uh, a medical drama. Oh, fuck, that, I hate medical that dramas. Yeah. All, right. all told looks, um, you know, it's called Pure Genius. Uh, Best thing about it is Dermot Mulroney. Which, yeah. I'm not watching. <laughs> not watching it, I can tell you right now. It is Kevin, about... Amen. Amen, yep. brother. Kevin. It is about a, uh, you know, young, rich person who builds this magical medical center where they can do all these breakthroughs and he just throws money at and it. And he does so it can... for all the wrong reasons, but it just might be the one thing that can save us all. He he, he has a degenerative disease and he, he did it to want to try and fix that, but... You know, he's seeing the good, he's trying to... You know, this show's premise has no stakes, because, you know, there's Rosewood on Fox, for example, which Rich loved to rail against last year. God, it's garbage. Isn't it renewed? Yeah. yeah. Which had a similar premise of, like, the lead medical guy having some, you know, incurable disease. But when you're... The whole premise of your show is, I have this magical medical, like, Willy Wonka's factory of scientific <laughs> breakthroughs. He's probably going to get healed before it becomes too much of an issue, if the show goes that long. Oh, Dermot, and, then, and then there's this parallelism slash mirror moment when somebody with the same disease disease but much further along comes in and they look at each other in the eyes and it's supposed to have emotional impact and instead I just want to like die. Yeah, yeah. Dermot Mulrooney stars as Scully because uh, he's the skeptic. And yeah. But uh, then maybe he gets turned around he's like you know what you're doing great things here I want to work yeah, he's here. he's like I, I, I'm sure. on it now. After he sees uh, it. No but you're right it'll be the skeptic. Also. That'll be his role. Uh, it Like this is some next level stuff because at one point like one of the doctors mind melds with a coma patient. No, it's the mom. The mom mind melds with. Well, regardless, and brings it's, the it's... daughter out of her coma slash dead. No, brain. I don't know no, that she bring her out. Yeah, they but... just said she has activity, and they use this device so that she yeah, can read her. They, thoughts. they were trying to pull her off. They were trying to take pull her life support. Yeah, and because they're like, oh, well, she's not having anything, and then he's like, you know, we can prove she's still in there, and this is how we'll do it. Oh, see, I thought the idea was was exactly that though that that there wasn't really brain activity that they could measure, and so they did this to to restate Stimulate her personality, and then it—this it, oh, is stupid. My <laughs> you put too much thought into <laughs> my argument. It's like, hold on, we're thinking. Uh, purely but, stupid. Anyway, so purely stupid. I will not be watching that. Uh, let's go. Uh, I'm nice curious which one of these. You're like, all right, purely stupid. Check. <laughs> yeah. We'll see which one of these gets a bigger response. But uh, first up, uh, Training Day. Which is uh, the make no, of the movie. No. Oh no, uh, that's a no from Kevin. All right, Kevin, okay, give, us, give like, us your take. Training Day, the movie, like. That just works so well as a movie. It's written by David Ayer, um, and it takes place within a 24 hours. Well, a little less than 24 hours. But, it, I mean, that is about... Well, I mean, you, the um, mentor that Denzel Washington plays turns out to be a bad guy. It, but it relies so much on the fact that it takes place in a day. And even if this show, like, well, I... They I flip the script, though, that, Kevin. Yeah, The but trainee it, becomes the trainer. No. And Bill Paxton may be able to be redeemed. Yeah, it is Bill Paxton. It's about a cop. I like Bill Paxton, but I don't know. If you've seen the movie, I mean, if, it's about a cop who doesn't play by the rules, and he takes on a training, you know, cadet. Um, and he's teaching him how to be corrupt, because this is the way the world is. I don't know that he's corrupt so much as he's doing bad things for the right reasons. And I hate to be I judgmental about, like, creators having only looked at, like, one of their own other works, but... I looked it up, and the creator is the guy who wrote The Gangster Squad, and I'm like, eh. It's not a good movie. Yeah. Good trailer. So, hey, is that, the one, is that just... the one with, um, uh, um, what's the actor? The guy who was in, um, The Big Short. Which one? Uh, Gangster Squad? Yeah. yeah Ryan Gosling? Yeah, he's in yeah. Gosling was on it, and Bro One, and the others, yeah. But Rebisi. this is just what, like, there are certain movies, like, I'm, are we getting to Lethal Weapon next? No, Lethal Weapon's not on this Okay, so, like, 
Yeah, later, but, like, I don't know, there are certain movies that I can see working as being adapted in TV, like, that work as serial. I just cannot see Training Day working as a serialized you know, it'll it'll, it'll just, be weird because yeah, the whole like the like the great part of Training Day was yeah. that it was a day. Exactly, <laughs> it took place exactly. through a day, and it's, that was like, that, and it's just weird. Just and I'm like, I have no idea how they're going to make it. Training Day, right. Cage. <laughs> Train, training Week, and the movie, movie that, fall season. Yeah, fall season. <laughs> That's about how long it lasts. Right? And, and the movie feels if like that. real too. It gives you a good look at. I mean, obviously it's fictionalized, but it gives you a good look at like you know. In the hoods of LA, and I just liked how it did, and I liked the plot line. It just worked. I also don't think the Paxton analog and to Denzel, they're not yeah, the same character. Nah, they're definitely not nah. the same character. No, I, little... no. I'm a huge Paxton fan. He's I love just a Paxton, huge, but... he's a great scenery chewing, like just fun to watch actor. Sure. But yeah, this isn't the type of show I would normally watch, yeah. and he doesn't draw me to it. There, I don't, I'm trying to think if there are actors who would, and uh, there know. are maybe. If it was, yeah, they're definitely. This are. is just one of those. I wonder, like, what the pitch meeting went like. They're like, they're, surely one of the executives had been like, hey, are serious. Like, this is not going to work. The problem is, too, it's called Training Day. Yes. I mean, I know that's just stating the obvious, but, like, that's. But, it, yeah. Unless they make 24. 24, yeah, yeah. It's not like, a training it doesn't look, day. It's just it a look, title. I mean, it's, it's, but it's not. It doesn't look like it's going to do that. So it, it is pointless. So, yeah. Uh, All right. So, next up. Um, We've got Bull, starring Michael Weatherly. Uh, this looks pretty good, surprisingly. It's inspired by the early career of Dr. Phil McGraw. Is that actually, they say that's yes, what that's they say. I would have never known that. <laughs> well, I'd always known that story because my mom watched Dr. Phil for a while. She's sick to death of him now because he's very repetitive. But she watched him for a while there. And uh, there was, and always told me that story about what how, did like... What Dr. Phil do? Yeah. Well, he was, yeah, he was... So the main, his biggest claim to fame, the way he rose to prominence, was because yeah. he was in Texas. He was this uh-huh. uh, uh, very famous person who would train, mainly emotionally, train uh, litigants in court okay. to handle the pressure of like being sued, being uh, uh, on trial, okay. and also you know to handle the jury and and to like you know uh, sort of jury tamper, but in a legal way, yeah. um, and that kind of stuff. I mean, he just was a, he was just a, a psychologist who worked or a psychiatrist, I guess. Who worked specifically with people in in stressful court cases? Okay, and so he did that for Oprah when she was being sued by I think the meat industry. Yeah, the meat industry, and uh, and so helped helped her out with that thing. And so then she was like, "Ooh, this guy's genius. Let's give him a show." And that's how Doctor Phil Show became. Yeah. So yeah, so that's it's but, an interesting. Concept. It's a different yeah. twist on it though, because yeah. in this one it's very tech based. He's using yeah. a lot of technology that probably wasn't around back then. No, yeah. uh, it reminded you of. Uh, uh, lie to me. Oh, because uh, his name is Bull. It's like I can't remember the fuck name, but his, his name is Bull, and he reminded me a lot of Cal Lightman. Yeah, like me too. like Michael Weatherly and Tim Roth. Like they they were so I'm really excited for it. Cause me too. I loved Lie to Me. And no. to have another lie, like show that's like Lie to Me. I'm like, no, I, I will definitely watch the show. It's it a show that I will definitely. Watch. It's kind of the courtroom version of like like both Lie to Me and The Mentalist, two shows that I absolutely yeah. live and die for. So to me, I love the idea of somebody who looks a little closer into people and like tries to analyze them. That always fascinates me, and then like, use it to your advantage. Anyway, yeah, it looks strictly procedural, and I, I think it's no secret at this point that I'm not a huge fan of pure procedural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, looks very case of the weeky. I mean, I had a hard time getting through Person of Interest first season because I've heard how amazing that it, is. Yeah. Uh, but that first season is super procedural. Now I'm deep in season two and things have started going off. So I'm, I'm really... You've been watching uh, War? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, but I don't imagine Bull is going to, you know, 
I doubt there's a lying supercomputer out there that Bull's going to have to track down. You don't know. You don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know, but I I know. (laughs) No, Watson, man. Watson's going to go insane, and we're going to have to try to take him down. So, the last show for CBS is uh, yet another revival, and there are so many of those, but at least this one isn't a movie turned into a TV show. MacGyver! The TV show. Part I just two. hope. I just hope MacGruber gets more love after this. Will Forte should guess. I'm a big MacGruber fan. Uh, I think it's a cool concept. I mean, MacGyver. In it, I mean, I don't love the actor from First Glance. Lucas Till from no. the uh, X Men movies is probably, I think, uh, his biggest thing. But he's got yeah. this like, like, like surfer guy, like outdated hair. I, did look, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I wasn't drawn to. I him. don't really know I, much about right? MacGyver. Is yeah. see, MacGyver is like. He's like manly. This is like a child. You know? I think it's, he literally is the child of MacGyver. They, they dropped the line about his father, so I think this oh, might be a sequel. Oh, it's son of MacGyver, literally. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's a little bit. I don't know for sure on that, but I, they did say, you know, he talks about how his father taught him stuff, so. Yeah, so it, it might, definitely it might is. Be no, no, that's MacGyver. just too perfect. That's too perfect for them. Not, but and he's such a masculine for, dude. You could have had a, still a masculine son of MacGyver. True. I know this. He's got such a, a, such a skinny little face. Son of Mac- because if you, like, in the X-Men movies, like, he's a pretty, he's not a small dude. He's a pretty big yeah, dude. they should have done it differently. He should have had, like, a little facial scruff. And they wanted to put their mark on it. Um, for those for fans of MacGyver, I'm not one, but I do know that that series ends with him, like, discovering he has a son, so... Oh, okay. All right. It's been long enough. Wow, you know more about MacGyver than I do, and I've, I've seen MacGyver. I've looked up MacGyver before. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Probably around the time MacGruber came out. Well, yeah. Um, MacGruber's actually, like, so maligned, but if underrated. you watch it, it's super funny. I think so. Anyway, uh, so that is CBS. Um, overall, it's a very CBS lineup, I'd say. You know, cop yeah, procedurals. a little different. A little different. MacGyver's a little left-fieldish, I feel like. Maybe not. I don't know. It's, it seems like it would pair with Los Angeles. NCIS. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, it's their standard line. You got some sitcoms. Not a not a Chuck Lorre sitcom in sight, though. So doesn't he already have yeah. enough? For... He does already have enough. Can we say yeah? We cheer for that. Yeah, three okay. cheers for. Yeah. Well, don't you like Big well, Bang? Is it Big Bang? I watch it, but I'm you still watch see. it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I watch sitcoms. Um, it's well structured for what it is. <laughs> I could, never, anyway, I could never watch people that aren't geeks trying to write about geek culture to save That's my fucking life. Couldn't do it. And you've written about that before too. How it like makes fun of geeks. Yeah, like, it's pretty terrible. But I'm, I'm committed. Why? Why? Like, it's, why, why it's, don't you I play? can imagine it's entertaining. I just would it, never I mean, watch it. You lost me after a while. <laughs> it's just so. So after CBS, uh, we're gonna go to one of the small networks, which is to say NBC had three trailers All right. um, that we watched. And uh, there were two dramas. At, well, I don't even know. There was a drama, a comedy, and something. Uh, I'll start with the something. This is us, which um, I forgot even what it was. Yeah, what this was is it? a show. Yeah. Oh, oh, this yeah, is a yeah, show yeah, yeah. that seems to be an anthology series about people who happen to have the same birthday. It looks like three stories. It looks like a story of an African American family, an overweight woman, yeah. finding love. And what was the third a new one? new father whose daughter and one of his triplets dies. Or his wife and one of his triplets. I think yeah, the yeah. wife lives. Just the yeah, 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 yeah. Just because I saw him hugging her with the two, the two, uh, okay. the two yeah, triplets. Yeah, it's just the one of those. They just don't show the yeah. wife much, but she's still there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's like we saved two of your children and your wife's fine, but yeah, that one triplet's not alive right. anymore. And he's just like, that's all I cared about. That was the special one. 
Two out of three ain't bad. It really oh, ain't. Yeah, Meatloaf will tell children. you. That's hard though. <laughs> don't have children. No, Meat yeah, it was. It's you. one of those tragedies. This was a very sappy trailer. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. I really thought when I watched it, I was like, I was the first to say, "Oh my god, it's fucking sensate." And it looked like it was going to be one of those, like, "Oh my god, we have the same birthday," and their brains like yeah, connect. Was, you know, it was sensate with Alpha Supernatural. She's looking. Huh? Yeah, she's looking at her cake, and she's like, "My triplet just died." Season yeah. uh, sensate is a show I think. Uh, you need to watch more than the pilot of. I like to champion for that show because the pilot to Sensei is a confusing it, no, mess. It gets so oh much yeah, no, because we watched the pilot that. together and we're just like, and he, you had to watch it because you were reviewing, I was reviewing it, it. I saying, and yeah. you were just like, I, I wish I wasn't reviewing this because I wouldn't watch it. But then you started watching it more because you were reviewing, and you were like, No, Kelsey, watch Same it. Same thing happened to watch me. It. By the time it was like the and you still haven't fourth. I or so. finished it. By the time it was like the fourth or so episode, yeah, I was like, okay, this is getting um, right Yeah, it has some great scenes, has great character arcs. I mean, you know, they're very straightforward arcs in and of themselves, but uh-huh. the way they all tie together, especially towards the end, is impressive. Uh, this does not look like it's going to do that. No, yeah. no, I still don't even really know what it's about. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like, you know that show Resurrection that was on? This, it's like yeah. another mm-hmm. kind of show like that, where it's like, oh, it's look. Sensei had oh, uh, something to link them together, you know? The, this is just... Well, I mean, it's not even... It, they're not even in the same ballpark. It's just yeah. funny that it's kind of similar, but, like, Sensei but is, not, is yeah. a great, interesting thing. This yeah. is, like, fucking soapy shit. Right? I don't like, know, though. This is one of those shows that maybe it's just hard to market. Maybe there is more to it once it gets going. I'm, I'm reaching here, There's but... a chip inside the cake, right? And so when the girl eats the cake... Like she starts getting the memories but that's the of thing, like the third triplet that didn't survive, but its previous life. You see, because reincarnation's a thing. But if a show you is that reaching hard, <laughs> so, so will that I show. I was reaching. But so will that show. Did I, I take it far enough? If a show's premise is that hard to explain and all that, that makes me wonder: is it good? You know, mm-hmm. Jordan always. Oh, told you know, if you, yeah. it's like if you have to explain your joke, your joke. Yeah, exactly, good. exactly. Yeah. Jordan uh, coined the phrase. What was the the, the uh, what was the show that was a hat on a hat? I didn't coin the phrase. You've heard hat on a hat before. You said it. Yeah. Barney says it in How I Met Your Mother at one of point. Of course. Uh, the uh, okay. But well, you yes, coined it in my life. Extant was both about like oh, an alien so invasion. Good. And space, a robotic child. and a robotic spot child, yeah. So it was like it's they, a they mailed at the end. It's really good, well done. Um, but it's also just about modern life or the future. Anyway, um, that show was season one was so good, and they didn't need. They got pretty good ratings. I mean, pretty good uh, like like people watching it, and they were gonna like, all right, good, we got renewed. We're gonna retool the whole show, and they made it into a completely piece of crap. I don't know what they were thinking. They they like killed off main characters. Hired like a new dude, made her like a criminal that was on the run, and it I was like watch this show. <laughs> it was crazy. I like when shows go completely off the rails. It show did totally uh, off the rails. They were, they were like, "Yeah, dude from uh, the Watchmen, let's get him, Henry D. Morgan. He's like the co-star in the second yeah. season." Yeah. Anyway, so this is a, seemed very dramatic, but it also seemed a little comedic. Or I don't know what. You know, yeah, it, it was kind of messy. Yeah. Yeah. In general. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. There was this one interesting scene where the overweight girl goes to. Uh, like a self-help group and like gets hit on by this dude and he's just like hey you're cute can I get your number she's like no uh, I do not need to be in a relationship with a fat guy right now and uh, he's like oh, well it's uh, good because I don't need to be in a relationship with a fat girl right now she's like good I'll start losing the weight yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like alright that's, um, that's interesting so going from This Is Us we have a comedy The Good Place I'm starring really Kristen Bell. Oh, I'm yes. really excited for that. And Ted Michael, Michael Schur created it. It's so. about a woman who dies and goes to heaven, and everything is great there, but uh, she's there on a clerical error, and so she's still kind of a terrible person in heaven. 
Um, and, and she feels a little guilty about it. So I just hope it doesn't lead too much on the her uh, uh, trying to, like, atone. I don't know that she felt... I didn't get the sense that she felt that guilty about yeah, it. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. I thought she was I mean, like, somebody's in hell now because of this error, and, and then I she... Don't there think was multiple I don't, comments. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get that part. I think it was more like... Like, she was asking her soulmate to be her yeah. co-conspirator. I don't really think... Yeah, not even that scene. I'm talking about the scene when she was in the desk, and she was like, this is heaven, and they were like, yeah, you did this and this, and she's like, yeah... I think you have the wrong person. And She like didn't that. say that to no. anybody in charge. She said it to the soulmate. That's it. She's like... This isn't. She's like they have my name right, but this isn't me. And, like, this and then she's making more. fun of all the good people yeah, in heaven. I don't know. And she then she's like fifty glasses right. of wine and no hangover. No, she after she heard the hell clip, she was like, nope. <laughs> heaven, <laughs> heaven. Okay. Uh, well, that's good. That's what I want. But yeah, it looks like a funny show. Yeah, it does um, look really I like Kristen Bell. I like Ted Danson. Really, anytime he shows up on the key, screen, the key to that show is going to be twofold. One, her, who she's already great, mm-hmm. and two. To me, if they pull off an interesting heaven, because if there's not an interesting heaven for them to be in, I'm going to feel like I'm watching like something like too shallow. Like they yeah. really have to flesh it out right, and if it's not fleshed out right, it's going to blow for me. But that's and my I, taste. I just looked it up, so yeah, Michael Sir is writing, and it has Drew Goddard as the on director on it right now, so that's pretty interesting. Oh, he'll do an episode then. Yeah, he will definitely won't do more than one. I mean, yeah, Drew Goddard. Yeah, yeah, true. All right, so now we've got, I think, yes, the first of many time travel shows we'll be talking about uh, today. Uh, this one is Timeless, which is about what looks like a very. Uh, I'm bringing up a video game because again, we do everything quantum breakish sort of time machine device uh that someone breaks into and goes back in time to have some sort of plot to like change history he goes to the hindenburg which weird weird uh weird, weird historical event weird choice. <laughs> to fixate on maybe it's a small thing you, you start small i mean I, well i think it was alluding to that because in the trailer like he he like has this book and he's like and she's like this is my handwriting and she's all like you know, but I didn't write this. He's like, not yet. You have. Yeah. So there's. So clearly... I think it was to bring her there so that they, it could start that story. start something. Yeah. Uh, it's about yeah. So there's this woman who's a historian, and she goes with a soldier and a scientist back in time to sort of catch the guy. But obviously, some kind of bigger plot goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was taken with this one. I'm a huge. I've talked before. I watch pretty much anything time travel, so I have a lot of shows this fall that I'm going to be watching no matter yeah. what. Um, I sat through all of, well, I, there are many reasons I sat through all of Legends of Tomorrow, but, yeah. the, God, the time travel, if, oh. Don't I, think about I, it look, too hard. Don't look it in the eye. Don't, don't look it in the eye. Don't, don't look, look it in the, what was it, the Oculus? Yeah, the Oculus. Well, a little, little, I mean, for example, that, that show ran into problems that, like, for example, Quantum Break fixed a lot of the problems that are often there with, uh, with time travel by having one very fundamental rule. The minute time travel was invented is the furthest point back that anyone can go. Everything after, everything is forward from there. And then you can, from the future, go back to when the time travel machine was invented, but nowhere before that. And with that one simple rule, kept all their rules pretty simple and made it pretty realistic, at least within its own confines. From what you've told me about Legends, that show has no idea what its rules are. That yeah, show yeah, has no rules. That show, that show has, has no rules. rules. It, it, it had rules, and then it was all like, that rule doesn't fit this episode, so yeah, we don't no, have that it rule was, anymore. It was, it's terrible. 
chrono repositioning. It kind of, it was kind of, like, not that I want to go to tangent, but it kind of, like, treated, like, the, the audience as if they were stupid. Like, you wouldn't remember that that was a rule, because it was, like, in the first episode, but then I was like, no, I remember that I remember was a really rule. Yeah. well, yeah. So, of all these shows that are time travel focused, hopefully they all have good rules. Um, you got what, to establish what do you think about it. this one? This one I, I really liked. Um, I'm excited to find out more about it. I liked the look of the characters and the general concept. Um, and, yeah, I like... I just liked the look of it. And it's on NBC. Oh, I know what. Isn't this the one where they were using movie quotes and it was working out? No, no, no. No, that's that's that's, that's the only comedy time travel yeah, show we've got on the list. Yeah. Uh, that'll be coming up pretty shortly. Uh, but that's it for NBC. Uh, other thoughts on Timeless? I don't think anyone else gave a crap about it. Well, no, I'm excited for Timeless because the woman that they pick is an anthropology and history major, and that's what I am. So I'm like... <laughs> If it's a little look close at to that! Home. Look at that! We um, can that's, do that's, that's me. If, you, Yeah, that's the that's the dream career, right? Time that travel. is the dream career to go back and then yeah, no, that's the dream career. <laughs> that's what I'm going to school for. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that's NBC. That brings us to ABC, okay. the last of the real big three, honestly. But uh, they had uh, again kind of a, a collection of ABC-ish shows. You had some Shonda shows. You had some you know mid midland comedies. Uh, or Middle America comedies, uh, generally looked like ABC programming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first up was Designated Survivor. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Not even Kiefer can bring you into this one. I, I, so the Kiefer. Kiefer has, has proven to be, first of all, I love Kiefer Sutherland just in general, but he has proven to be somebody that is very show-dependent for quality. Touch blows. 24, great. This show, not good. I can already tell you. This show looks really lame. What do you think? Designated Survivor is, uh, as the name implies, although I don't know if everyone knows this, the Designated Survivor is a politician, you know, high up politician that gets taken somewhere safe whenever everyone else is going to meet, so that in the event of a terrorist attack, the chain of command isn't entirely borked. Um, they make it look like it's pretty borked with this particular guy. Oh, and, then there's Cal like Penn. and then there's Cal Penn there telling what a loser he is the whole time. What was just baffling about this one is, like, there was no... Res- Rent, um, like nothing that indicated that he was a politician. I mean, he was just like a average dude. Joe dude. Like, oh, he was chilling. Even, I mean, yeah, it's it, but like, even if, even with the unlikelihood of someone in his position to become president you know, in the event of an emergency, there still exists that possibility, and he just seemed. Totally inadequate. He seemed a and, little chill. I mean, I, I, See, I to me, I he just I, wasn't dressed in a was suit. Like, that didn't bother me. Horrible. That yeah. didn't bother me at all because I figure it's something that's happening literally like two hundred times a year, constantly happens, or at least twenty times a year. It's frequent. It's regular. Nothing ever happens, and he's just there, like, okay, I'll be well, home in a little bit. Like, it's it, my job. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just your job. You just you don't really. Well, it's a part of his job. Let's not make yeah. it sound like he's no, no, the well, guy, yeah, but no, yeah, no, yeah. But it's a part of it. Yeah, no, it's a part of your job. It's not like you treat it as anything. Well, special, really. And the idea of the like... president getting exploded with every other living member of Congress. Oh, yeah, and, no. I mean, it's just so inconceivable that, like... Well, I think... Chilling. Especially because he seems like a really low-down... T- that's dude, that's what it's where it's like, I think they should have called it out. Like, usually these type of shows... I think Madam, Madam Secretary, there are other shows where, like, someone in, implausible becomes president and is like, he's, there should have been a series of, he's just the Secretary of Agriculture. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, he's yeah, really right. the Secretary of Agriculture? Yeah, that's what you need. shows do that, I hate that. But, yeah, but the then pilots. we'd have a better idea of yeah, who he is. Because that seems because like what we're arguing about. It's like, we have no idea who he was. Because if he was, like, the Vice President, you're like, maybe well, he was I'll a little you, too I'll slack. give you an example. There's a horrible show, and I mean horrible. Maybe it gets better, but it's called 13. <laughs> 
it's based on that like video game or comics and or whatever was first and it's horrendous it's like a canadian show there's only there's very few canadian shows that are good and it was i mean <laughs> canadian made slam on canada can, no, oh, I, love, okay. I love canada except the one time i went there but um i did i had a bad experience i ordered a coffee and, and, and they said that, no, I'm going to tell the story now. I go to this, and, and it was multiple places where this happened to me. I was going to visit Ubisoft, and, and it was they were great to me. All the people I knew there were great. But when I went out into the world, everyone was trying to screw me financially. I don't know what was going on. So I go into a coffee shop, and I was, like, ordering a drink. It was a fish out of water, ordering a drink that, like, I wasn't used to. So I was, like, make a recommendation, or that he was, like, I have a recommendation for you. It's like, okay, I'll try that, but I'm trusting you here. And he's like, no problem, you'll love it. He gives me this drink. And it was like it had almost no sweetener in it. And I was like, could you add a little bit of sweetener to it, um, this drink you made for me? And he's just like, yeah, that's going to cost more. And I was like, dude, you recommended this drink. I just needed a little sweeter. Yeah. And you're going to charge me like it was like another couple dollars. And everywhere I went, it was like that. I went to another restaurant and they were like, it was a Chinese place. And he was like, I was about to leave. And he was like, yeah, you need to give me a tip. Even though I didn't eat the entire plate of food because it was gross. And he, and he was like, yeah, so uh, in Canada, we don't get any money for our hourly. You owe me a tip. I mean, it was like, maybe it was just that I just wasn't used to the culture. But it was just, I was getting played financially. And I gave him his tip. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like I felt like I was getting extracted from my, anyway, anyway. But the views okay. of the hosts of this podcast do yeah. not reflect. I, the I views love of Canada. This. Exactly. I just had a bad experience. I love. I have no problem with Canada. We I would definitely su- like to go back to Canada. If anyone from Canada would like, you know, yeah, we, we, we don't want to be barred. No, I'm no, sure no. your country is lovely. It's a beautiful country, and like I said, everyone that I knew in Montreal, this was Montreal, was wonderful to me. It was just people I didn't know, and I think it was a fish out of water thing. Mm-hmm. But Canadian TV, I mean, you get a lot of shows that are. Just not quite as good as some American shows. There's some good ones. I think uh, Motive is pretty good, although I don't love it. They make Degrassi. They make, their, but you know what I mean. It's just a little off. A lot of the Canadian stuff. A different sensibility. Yeah, a little bit different sensibility. A little bit, and usually a little bit lower production values, money wise. Anyway, designated survivor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not yeah. not a huge. I'm not super excited about it. But what, I think what was I saying about that related to Canada? Yeah, this thirteen show, right? Yeah. So it it had this scene in it at the very beginning. Where, like, every character had to introduce themselves in this, like, ridiculously, like, blatant way. So he goes up and he goes, we get this done for me. He's like, I don't know, it's going to be tough. He goes, you're my secretary of state. You need to do this for me now. You know, that kind of thing. Where it was, like, blatant narrative in your face like that. Mm -hmm. So that's why when you said that, I red flagged. Sure, sure. But... I don't know. Maggie Q is in this. I like her a lot from uh, Nikita. And I like her a lot I mean, from Stalker. I'm not going to write this. <laughs> Another case where the views of the host. I love not... her in King of Fighters. <laughs> I'm not going to write this one off, but it doesn't particularly catch my interest. Calpin brings some legitimacy. He's actually, you know. Kiefer doesn't? Well, no, Calpin. You need Cal for the legitimacy? Calpin served at the White House. Really? He's a, poli- yeah, he's a political he's a pol- figure. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why he takes he takes a lot of breaks from acting yeah, to go he, serve yeah, in the Obama administration. Yeah, he was, he was administration. on House. Really? He was in House, and they had to get rid of his character because he had to go to the Obama administration. That was the whole reason why. No. Yes. Calpin's huge into politics. What's his background? Like, how, what, what does he do for the Obama administration? Uh, I forget the specifics. I don't know the specifics. I just that's know. so cool. He's been doing that for about six, seven years. I had no idea. Yeah. So wow. this is probably a show he can connect to pretty easily. Yeah, wow, and he's just, and, and that makes it even worse when he says to Kiefer, "You don't deserve this position," you know. Well, like, maybe dude. he doesn't. We, we don't know. Yeah. We might never know. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to check it out. I know. I, I was defending it. I try to be the the devil's advocate. 
Okay. Uh, so next up, this is one I'm just not going to defend. Everyone else seemed to like it more. Uh, Downward Dog, there are a lot of talking about shows. I'm not a dog person. That did not interest me. Jordan is not a, a Is that fair? You're not a dog I'm person? I'm not a dog person, but I don't know that if it was a cat, it would make it any better. I'm a you dog person. You didn't like person, the Satan cat? You, you didn't, didn't think that like was funny? Okay, I like the Satan right! part. Right! Exactly! Exactly! I don't think cats no. are Satan. No, that's not the point. The point is, no, the, the part with fun. the cat made you Because it was a funny joke! He wasn't Satan. He was an emotional terrorist. Get it right. That's right. Uh. Second of all, that show was one where like I almost had a tear in my eye. Like, you know, I did, too. I, you know? See, I didn't really feel any emotion. I uh, did. I felt real. I, I was I, like, I saw it, I was like... Eh, that's pretty creative. I'm not going to watch it, but that's pretty creative. I'll give it, I am going to watch it. I'll give oh, no, it I that watch it. it was a show that, one of the two shows on this list that when I first saw the trailer, I was like, nope. And it was better than I thought it was. So I will I will probably watch the pilot or give it a little bit of a shot. But it wasn't one that like jumped out as super exciting to me. Well, let's let's at least go down the premise, because um, for this one, we oh, need yeah, to get the premise. It's, sure, get the it's premise. a woman, um, and she's it's the girl from Fargo, uh, who the uh, the cop. Who was just so good in Fargo, um, and now she's like you know an it actress. This is her, I guess her her new vehicle or whatever. And there's a talking dog, and this talking dog does move its mouth. It has a very uh, like sort of introspective, interesting voice, kind of. Yeah, I, I like. I don't the know. Voice. You didn't like the voice, Jordan, right? It sounded a little too uh, hipstery. I don't. know. It was definitely hipstery. It was definitely <laughs> hipstery. A I little mean, San Francisco ish, yeah, for sure. Um, but. Um, now I'm slamming San Fran. No, I like San Francisco. Um, no, um, but, uh, but yeah, so the talking dog, she, she's like, she's got, she a, she's got like a, a fashion company or something. Yeah. She's got like kind of an unfulfilled career. She's yeah. sort of in the doldrums and her relationship with her dog is like a, is like a, it's a blessing, but then sometimes it's a blessing in disguise and then it's a blessing again. And like, mm-hmm. it helps her through this big speech she's giving. It's basically about a relationship with her with her dog and how, the two of them have this incredible love for one another. I no, think. I thought so too because the dog went in that whole speech where he was like, "I unconditionally love this woman," and yeah. then and then she like it, it helped her out and work. And I feel like that'll happen a lot because yeah. like the dog destroyed her project because it wasn't getting enough attention. And she like was introspective. She was like, you know, my dog looks at me every day like I'm the most beautiful person in the world, and like he unconditionally loves me. like I can do whatever to this dog. Like, I mean, she doesn't abuse the dog. I shouldn't say. That. <laughs> This is the episode of the of the unfortunate tangent. (laughs) I know, right? She doesn't beat the dog, but like you know, and I mean, like I can relate to it because I just got a puppy and he's my dog, and so I I feel that way with my dog. They're so unconditional. Yeah, he's just he unconditionally loves me. He always wants to be. They are so loyal. They are so loving, and that's and that's what I think they're showing in that show. Yeah, and even though this dog has this personality that's like hipstery mm-hmm. um he still at the end of the day just loves this woman and, and it's just i don't know it's just really sweet i don't know if i'll I, actually watch it but i would like to think that i will watch it no i would like to at least watch the pilot and see where it goes from there and because well yeah. you already saw the pilot well yeah the next one the maybe. next see one yeah. Goes, yeah all right so next up uh we have uh, let's go to the other show that i was like surprised by the actual trailer for uh speechless yeah starring mini driver which, oh, yeah. uh, I'll let Kevin lead on this one. Tell us what the show's about. Give his thoughts because it uh, hits a little closer to home yeah, for him yeah, than anyone no, else. So it's got about a family with a disabled son. He's like middle school age, maybe. Looks like. Yeah, and, um, and he's mute and in a wheelchair. Um, and it's a comedy, so it's really interesting. It's about kind of the just the craziness of their lives. And um, they keep changing schools because they're trying to find the right one for him. Meanwhile, he has um, a brother as well who is feels he's getting left out in, like, the decision-making centers around uh, the disabled brother. 
Um, but uh, he still, you know, he likes the town that they just moved into, and he likes the school and everything. He wants to stay there. Um, so it's a really interesting concept, and um, and I've written about this before. I have very strong feelings about how disabled people are portrayed in media, and I think this takes things in a different direction than what we usually see because. If this had been a like Jordan had said this, if this had been a sappy one, I'd written this off. Yeah, my my initial like it's, looking at the the screenshot yes, for it, it's yes. it's you know them getting out of the van and the kids in the wheelchair and there's right. the mom and it's called speechless and my initial thought was sad sappy, drama or sappy or, or just crap or yeah. kind of a tasteless name right. for a sap, sappy exactly, drama. Exactly. If it was exactly. about a, a mute uh, handicapped son, right? And um and it was about and and it was called speechless. Yeah. And it was a drama that would have been kind of like wow. That's like whereas cool. knowing this is a comedy that's more family oriented that you know is more original. I am very hopeful for this because I think it's you know it takes it in a different direction. You know, really, the only, I think the best way you know for like for someone to make a really good show or movie centering around disabled people, they need to make the disabled person the protagonist, the lead. Which know, is this? Uh, which I mean, I think it is. I mean, many drivers the draw, but that's yes. the thing. I sure, mean, but like, but her and him, like when you is, see them, when you yeah. see them like walking, like he's in the front of the pack, right? Like, he's right. like leading everything. So I right, think they right. are doing that. I think more than we even knew, more than we've seen before. Sure, sure. I mean, it's called speechless. It's not sure. called neglected. Not, <laughs> when I say it, it's not about like yeah. the, the neglected other son, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. I I think what I like about it is even though even like pilots are supposed to tell you what the show is about and sure. even then it didn't overly focus because you know a lot of yes, times disabled yes. characters are singularly defined yes, by they are disabled yes, and yes. it's you know this doesn't seem oh, to be oh totally i forgot about the other that, really yeah. cool part um he he doesn't like the initial person you said this sounded close to home the initial caretaker person oh god he didn't yes. like her and then you said you knew oh, someone gosh. like that no i had well i always had an aide with me um growing up like in school and all that and yeah, I had one like that who was just very like hovering over and kind of perky so, and like very Whoa, perky. Very, are you yeah, today? Yeah. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is. Uh, but but <laughs> so he so he rejects her or or at least doesn't really connect with her. Right, right. And instead chooses this other dude. Yes, who looks yeah. really interesting. And that's going to be the voice of the character in a way. And that really did hit home with me. So that's yeah. the way yeah. they're going to do it. I think now that I just remembered it, that's the way they're going to take that character who is who is mute. And make them the lead character by yeah, giving him yeah. a, a, a really compelling, interesting character to be the voice. Right, right. And to right. bring out the colorful personality this kid can't express. Right. I don't know. It seems like. Any yeah. thoughts from you on that one, Kelsey? No, I, I thought it seemed enjoyable. I didn't think it seemed offensive, or, and I thought that, know. Uh, you know, which I was kind of worried about because sometimes, you know, they can do it and it seems a little offensive to the, the disabled person. Yeah. But I thought it was handled well. Me Driver seems hilarious in yeah, it. A lot of the jokes really landed, and I feel like they that, that like, they'll yeah. be f- funny even when I watch it again. Yeah. It, it, it feels like it's a solid show. I definitely want to give it a chance. I was happy to see Mini Driver because I was I actually really liked about a boy that had a couple seasons uh, the last few years and then got canceled. Uh-huh. So uh, I'm glad to see she's still doing comedy. Sure. Um, all right, so after Speechless, pop back to the uh, there's a couple other comedies. Might as well go to them. Uh, we've got. Imaginary Marys. Wait, speechless, oh, wait, wait, wait. Is Speechless an hour? I don't know. Mm. I'd have to look up. Probably I not. Up. I wouldn't okay. think so, All but right. uh, it looks very sitcom. But uh, Imaginary Mary, which stars no. Jenna Elfman no. as a woman, no. middle-aged woman, <laughs> whose imaginary friend comes it's terrifying. back. It looks it horrendous. Can I not exaggerate and just say it looks okay. horrendous? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty horrendous. There, it is a creepy imaginary friend. I wouldn't say it's the worst-looking sitcom I ever. It's not like it's like leagues above stuff like Doctor Kin. There were at least like humor that landed. I'd in this rather trailer. watch Doctor Kin. 
I would. Rich is being. No, I'd rather watch Dr. Ken. Genuinely would. You'd rather watch a show with no humor whatsoever instead well, we were of a show that a real blast making fun of it. So well, yeah, you're gonna be watching it alone because I'd rather watch this than Dr. Ken. Real well, quick, cool. I just looked up speechless. That was, little, that was a little hostile, but okay. It says it has speechless listed as a TV uh, movie. Uh-huh. Huh. So I don't know. That seems unlikely. Yeah. That really seemed like a pilot to a comedy, but that that's did, odd. Yeah, but uh, um, we'll see. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about this other than I, yeah, I'll well, probably check it out. I'm not. I'm checking it um, out. <laughs> I thought it looked fine, honestly. Oh, no. Um, a lot of hate all around. Oh, my gosh. He's the the guy in Imaginary Mary. That's Jeremy from Broad City. I thought that was. Oh, okay. That's cool. That actually might make me want to watch it a little bit more. I liked him. <laughs> he's even the, though just that, that, he's that, the draw. That imaginary character. Yes, it's a very... That devil. freaked me out. It's a very like, creepy devil. imaginary friend. It had, like, human teeth. I'm I didn't like, like I that. Watch that ever. <laughs> I'm not like saying it. it's not creepy, but I don't think that that like just because it has a creep. If it, if, it, if like, I, I don't think it's that the show bad, looked just... that unfunny. I thought it looked. No, I still think it, it was funny. It, it it's not something that I necessarily watch though, or like. Sure, no, I mean it's, it's, not, it's not my cup of tea. It's just that you know it, it would help if the imaginary character wasn't, wasn't ter- a terrifying, terrifying monster, hell beast. Sure. I don't know, <laughs> it's a hell beast. Uh, then we had American Housewife, starring Katie Mixon from the recently canceled Mike and Molly, uh, as, again, sort of that middle, middle America feel. She moves to this, uh, suburb town and, uh, yeah, Connecticut. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Maybe not middle America. She's middle America. She's middle America. Uh, And she's the protagonist. And you know, family comes there. She's just sort of, it looked very trophy wife-esque. Maybe not the same, uh, American American Housewife. You you didn't seem to enjoy this one. Yeah, as much. no. It's, it's she had spanks. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This looked kind of harmless. Uh, I like Trophy Wife. I'm not. I, this doesn't look like Trophy Wife level, but it, that's kind of the vibe I got from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really. Have oh, any I remember on this. this one. This is the one where the girl was feeling like was feeling like out of place because she was a normal woman as opposed to these super skinny like like plastic surgery up Californiaites. That was like the. I mean, that seemed to be the major conflict. Was here's this family living their own way by their own rules in a place where everybody is kind of a follower and uh, you know eats You're perfect right. and acts perfect and also reminded me of Suburgatory now that I think about it yeah oh yeah I would say both Suburgatory and Trophy Wife look like better shows than this though so probably you know. it didn't seem t- I don't know there were sometimes where it, where I was like all right I kind of get it where you're going with it like yeah. I think they played up too much yeah. about the whole like I'm a bigger girl and yeah. this is my kind of thing like it's which... just too much of a show with heart as opposed to a show that's funny I think they got the mix wrong at least in the preview it's kind of funny yeah. too just because she played the hot sister on my mom <laughs> so it's like <laughs> It's a turnaround. Uh, anyway, so yeah, not much thoughts on that. Um, now we got over to their more dramatic side of things. Uh, still star-crossed. <laughs> I mean, it we, had to, we had to hunt this trailer down, which is weird. It was well, the they one, pulled it. Yeah, they pulled it for some reason, and I, I don't know why. Uh, but this is a sequel to Romeo and Juliet that sort of uh, shows, like, after their death, what if the families didn't get along, which I guess you could go that way. Yeah. and. And there's, like, a new, like, forced marriage because the prince is like, man, all y'all Capulets and Montagues have almost killed each other. I guess now's the time to step in. I could my, just let you finish genociding just, one another. But. My personal take on it was, so what Rich said, like, I, I personally don't think it looks terrible, but what Rich said about, when, right after we watched it, said that it looks, just from the trailer, it looks pretty one-sided. Like, yeah. it's either going to be, like, whichever uh, the girl is, either from the Capulets and Montagues, I think it she was. Looked, 
let's see. Montague? Was she Montague? I think she was Montague. Was Romeo? Romeo is yeah. Montague. Yeah, Romeo's Montague. I think so. Okay. So Montague. So it looked very, it seemed to be only her side was shown in the trailer, which, you know, if they're going to go with a show like this, I think you need to see both sides and you need mm-hmm. to see more, you know. It's so a- that looked... That it's would a, be my only one. Yeah, it's an uh, arranged marriage between Benvolio and, and uh, Rosalind. Rosalind. Yeah, for those yeah. Shakespeare heads out. There. And unfortunately, instead of it being about like that arranged marriage, it seemed at least from the preview, it was more about the man she really loves, who is the prince, who she can't be with, and like that is the big driving conflict, yeah. at least in the preview. Was we'll it the see. prince? Because the prince arranged married him, didn't he? Yeah, but when he said that this was, he was like, I was trying to make you happy. And oh, I didn't even realize that. Over. So, God, there's and then a whole... they kiss. The kiss. <laughs> then they kiss. Anyway, um. It didn't look terrible, but it didn't look like. Well, it's, it's, it's sort of a Shonda Rhimes It joint. is, it seems to be. And you know, honestly, Shonda's probably not a bad fit for Shakespeare, really. Like, depending on how you want to play it up, so. This could work out all right. I think right. it's going to work out horrendously, but, I mean, you know, maybe oh, i Oh, I think it'll have an audience, like, crazy, you do? Oh, no, so. I feel like it'll have an audience. It's a, it's a period drama. Those are really hot yeah, right they, now. Yeah, yeah, It's a period. Really? Yeah, period dramas are really... I mean, some people like Downton Abbey, Wolf yeah. Hall. There's a bunch of others. There's Rain on the CW. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's all kinds. A bunch of others that I can't think of off the top of my head. But all I know right. people enjoy period dramas I mean, like Downton Abbey, yeah, but... All right. All right, uh, next well, up... Wolf Hall is big, too. I didn't realize that was big. Next up, we have one that I don't think anyone has any positive thoughts on. Notorious. What even was what that? Was that? Yeah, Notorious what was, was that? about like what what I could gather was that there's like a lawyer and a news reporter, and the network helps oh, the law firm. Yeah. I love the actors. This is like this is like the USA actors like Time to Shine show. Piper Parabo, up. right? They step up to the plate. So Piper Parabo is the uh, main girl in Alias ripoff on USA Covert Affairs. Which got like four, three or four seasons of you know very middling to average TV that I probably will watch at some point. <laughs> um, being real, that's your like, thing, like, like suits, my suits sitcom level. thing. Yes, exactly. Suits level quality, but a lot of people love some fucking suits. There's a suit on Legends of Tomorrow now. People love some fucking suits. And then um, the other one is San, uh, Daniel Gupta or Daniel Sanjay. I think some of those. And uh, well, I'm mixing it up because Sanjay Gupta, <laughs> but I think his name is I think his name is Daniel Sanjay. Um, but anyway, um, he is from um, a show that got canceled. Probably had a, a two, it, it really could have had another season. But Graceland, the first season of it was really good. But that's another USA joint or TNT or one of those. Um, they're all kind of a mishmash of, of like you know, at the best episode they ever have is like a seventy eight. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those kind of shows. But anyway, um, that show just looks like okay. The two of them are have this relationship. Maybe it's sexual. Maybe it's not. Probably is. They, um, there's a lot of tension there, but, you know, he's a, uh, you know, one of those prosecutors that always wins, and the way he's extra pulling it off is by controlling the media, because as you know, in, like, the OJ trial, for example, they have to, like, actually sequester all the jurors away. You were telling me more of the details of this, because you recently watched the show that you love. It's on that, on my short list already for best of the year. And, uh, and they have to, like, you know, because the media has such a big role in the perception that jurors and and the public and everybody has of of cases so this attorney's winning cases by utilizing her inside of the media but then she doesn't want to be used and i mean you could see drama could abound you know what i mean but they're like a team and i don't know it seems like a usa show on the wrong now i know it really does (laughs) i mean the production values are higher uh the there's more money per episode but does that matter time will tell it may do well it might you might be watching seasons of it now years from now 
Yeah, man. Maybe I'll just be like, yeah, it's 78 well, for my Piper Parabo. But I'm there. Yeah, Piper my... fucking Parabo. <laughs> my pipes thick. Yeah, dude. Oh, I gotta get my, I gotta have my pipes. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Just give my pipes. Let's let's get back to my fixation with some more time travel. Woo-woo. Here we got time after time. As uh, this time might be this yeah, this might be the high. Well, there's actually a lot of high concept this season, but this is one of the highest concept this shows. This is a hat on a motherfucking hat. Where H.G. Wells builds his time machine, but his best friend turns out to be Jack the Ripper, and Jack the Ripper uses the time machine to escape to the future. Okay, can I just say by far? Not by far, but this is one of maybe the three I'm most excited about on the list. I think it looks fucking awesome. Oh, no, I'm definitely really excited about it, too. But just when you explain the concept, you're just like, this is ridiculous. It sounds horrible, but it it does have the guy from Revenge. It It has something you and your best friend from middle school would, like, come up with, you know. If you were, like, a literary buff, like a lot of us were, yeah. Yeah. So so Josh Bowman stars as Jack the Ripper. Josh Bowman, uh, whose name I didn't know before this, but I knew he was the guy from Revenge. Freddie Stroma stars as H.G. Wells. He was in Unreal as The Bachelor. Um, Unreal's a great show, by the way, if, uh... You haven't checked it out. It's Lifetime's finally has a show worth watching moment. And it's all the critics can talk about. It's a great show. Um, so you've got that. Uh, I don't... I'm, I'm confused as to what the ongoing plot is. I guess he'll just sort of be there as like his... Uh, the Moriarty to H.G. Wells' homes? That's maybe vibe I, I got, but I guess so. Also, it also seems very man out of time, though. Too sure, Sleepy Hollow, or maybe yeah. he's gonna help him. Yeah, maybe the Moriarty, but like also a Hannibal thing, where it's like you can help him understand like some of these criminals in that era that he's helping to catch, or is it gonna be totally serialized? That's cute. Yeah, it in the trailer ends with like his great granddaughter showing up from some sort yeah. of organization. So maybe there's an evil Ooh. Jack the Ripper organization too. <laughs> That would be awesome. Actually. <laughs> hat on a hat on a hat. I'm so excited for their show, and yet I laugh every time something's brought up about Let's it. Call this the hat show. <laughs> the hat show. It's the um, hat trick. Oh, where's st- we, we? I got it. I got it. Hat on a hat on a time machine. <laughs> there is a word for for hat makers that Tim can our friend of the show or former host Tim could tell us because he took the GRE and there was a word for what a hat like hat maker related stuff. I can't remember. It's a hatter. It's not a hatter. It's not haberdashery. <laughs> It's not a haberdashery. Anyway. A haberdasher is a person who makes clothing, but maybe not hats. Anyway, uh, so the the last show from ABC also has a time travel link, because one of the co-stars is Quantum Break's own Sean Ashmore. Oh! The best joke, I think the time I've laughed the most when I was hanging out with Jordan recently, was when we were talking about Quantum Break, and I was like, dude, it's the dude from, uh, the the actor in it, I was like, dude, it's the dude from... um, uh, what's the show that I love? Uh, the following, and you were like, "Wait, no, maybe not, maybe not," because he has a twin. You got to make sure you got the right twin, and the right he, Ashmore, the right Ashmore. Ashmore. And then he was saying, "Because the other one's on Hunters or whatever it is, uh, uh, Killjoys." God, those will get twisted in my head. Man. There's so many sci-fi shows now. Uh, um, but yeah, Aaron Ashmore, and he goes, and then he looked it up, and he was just like, "Yep, you got the right twin." <laughs> and so, he, and I think, but the way you said it was really funny. You were just like, "It's just tricky. They try to trick you sometimes." You know what I mean? And you got to make sure you got the right twin. But anyway, yeah, Sean Ashmore is in conviction, but the real star of the show is Haley Atwell, who uh, has a very oh, good relationship I with don't ABC. Like this, this idea, yeah, it just, it just twists me wrong. It's something about it rubs me wrong. She doesn't look like this character. She is a former first daughter who's got like a partying lifestyle and was in a law school. She just doesn't look like that. She's a posh British chick know. to me. And sometimes you just can't get past what you look like. I don't know. I just don't see her as like a, a coke snorting 
you it's know, like party level coke, not eighties level it, coke. Though. I don't know. Yeah. Just seeing her snort coke right, just doesn't bitch. look right. It's like Abby and Alana on Broad City would do coke, not like no, you know, Tony but, Montana. But she's would do even coke. a different level than them. They're like you know chilling, you know, non formal. She's so formal to me. I don't know. I I, I my I've bigger had problem that experience before with like watching comic actors. Serious roles, mm. you know. Well, you know what I mean. It looks like it just doesn't. It, just it doesn't, doesn't gel for you. Right. For sure. me, yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. I can understand. You guys can get past. No, it. No, 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 no. I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you because I, well, doesn't even do a good job explaining. No, I think. Well, well, here's the thing. I think she could do this role. I just think the show looks boring as dirt. It, she, oh no, yeah. the show definitely. She's like a lawyer yeah. who, to not go to jail, is put in charge of this unit that will yeah. like get people who are wrongly accused out of prison before they're tried. And I asked you guys. I was like, wait a second. Isn't this just, like, law procedural, the TV show? Like, where's the freaking hook? And then so one of you guys said, well, the hook is she's trying to, like, get wrongly convicted out of... But, like, that's, like, barely a hook. It's, it's barely, barely a hook. an identity. Barely and it, hook. Oh, but the one identity is she snorts coke. I mean, this seems like you want a bigger name, not to diss Haley Atwell. It's just, you know, Agent Carter didn't blow up the airwaves, so it's not like you're doing this because she's got a huge fan base. Maybe she does. I mean, she does from Marvel, but... Not not that are following her to TV, so she yeah. just seems like yeah. Why, why you know what would have been great? This, this should have been the Joel McHale show, and she should have been the great indoors. No, I'm just kidding. But Joel McHale <laughs> should have been in this show. Oh no, Joel McHale's character. If, if if Joel McHale was Haley Atwell, I think it'd be more interested to see it. Not just because it's Joel McHale, but because I think he fits this character. More. And it would have been really interesting to see him. Or how about like a sleazy lawyer who was all about like uh, you know chasing like like suing McDonald's for coffee spills mm-hmm. and then now like his he he's he, for some reason he has to like protect the innocent and he realizes he really likes it and like so he uses his sleeves so you want you want you right, want community basic, I want to no because but, but yes but focusing on the but focusing on the law sure, part. Sure. I want community too the lawyer's part you know? sure yeah uh, but I mean that would be a much better show than this fucking thing Maybe I'm wrong, but we'll it see. It could have an audience. Again, I think that's that's all. They want all the... Actually, I don't even know that they want all these shows to have an audience, because then they can't do new shows, but... Yeah. So that's ABC. Um, again... Wow, I hope you're wrong. That is really... I hope that's not the case. What? Where they literally, like, are thinking... I don't okay, think they so make... I hope that two of the five hit, because, you know, because I, we I think space. that's how they generally hope. I think that's how they generally expect, but hope? God, I hope not. I'm sure they want a slate of all hits, but at the same time... Oh, no, the same thing they're like, but newness. Yeah, there is a certain element of that. Uh, so, uh, le- next up we have the CW, which, much like NBC, had very few trailers. In fact, only had two trailers. Yep. Um, and one other show worth mentioning. Uh, first one is Frequency. This which looks good. Awesome! Another movie adaption. What an awesome um, one. Man, CW just can't, like, miss anymore. Like, this show just, we saw a long trailer for it. And, like, it, it like just looks minutes. Trump tight. Uh, so it's, bi- that's, it's based on a... That's um, an expression from rap music, not based on Donald Trump. <laughs> Go ahead. It's based on a movie starring Jim Caviezel and, I want to say, Kevin Costner? Dennis uh, Quaid? No, Dennis Quaid. Okay, so, yeah. Caviezel, Quaid, Frequency. Uh, basically, a, a son finds a ham radio that connects him to his father in the past before he died. This picks up on that premise, but seems to add a whole mess more with and time. it looks like it's going to be manip- able to be procedural. Maybe. I don't know. It looks like it's going to be able to be both. It's like her dad... What it seems like it's leading towards is her dad helps her solve cases. Does it? But can that be? Because the only thing he'd be able to help with is 96. <laughs> no, it almost <laughs> seems like a fake out, because it, it, it implies there's this case from 96 that he can help with. 
But then she saves his life, but it when she goes to try and talk about that case, the, her boss is like, who even are you? Or what even is this yeah, case? Yeah, it was really cool. Oh, yeah, it's like this misunderstanding. Like, you've changed the timeline now, and, and, and yeah. And it was really cool, because for a moment she was in limbo, and she can remember both ways that it happened. Like, her father died, yeah, and her father saving her father causes oh, her mother rad. to die. Yeah. Um, well, no, to go missing. We don't know if or, she's dead. Yeah, well, no, forensics. And then forensics her boyfriend like, doesn't even know who the fuck she is. Yeah, her boyfriend... Hey, you know. know what this is kind of like? This is kind of like a good version of that show with the dude who plays... Uh, the, you know that show, that, that bomb that was done on the other side? Or what was it called? The one... Uh, where the guy has awake is to... a good show. Yeah, awake. No, it is a good show. I'm not dissing it. <laughs> you, it just did horrible. This sounds like a good version of. Oh, excuse me, a better version, um, and one that I think might do well. A more because accessible, that, more accessible version because that show was just a little messy. Good, really cool concept though. Um, of that show, yeah, you know I, can, what I, mean? I see. It's elements very of similar that. to Awake, actually. If I think about it, it's like I mean, in that one, it's like he goes to sleep and he wakes as this different as one of these two possible things. If my son had died, if my son had not died, was it son or wife? son and wife alternate had, dead? Right. Oh, right, right, right. And what what the lives are like differently, and it's similar to that. It's like in one case she doesn't have a boyfriend, but she has her dad, and in the other case she doesn't have her dad, but she has her boyfriend. We don't know how much alternate other be, differences. But, right, um, right, right, right. It, it, it was an intriguing trailer. Um, I don't think this is coming till mid season. I'm not actually yeah. sure. Um, it might be coming in the fall. Uh, I said too while we were watching the trailer, not to diss on CW, but I'm just saying like the aesthetic here looked way, way better than what they usually put out. And like, then we moved on uh, to like, the next CW. And, uh, that's a good like. I mean, that's just a good like. It's just I mean because CW really has like, uh, they have a really good diversification of content these days. But I mean, Crazy Ex Girlfriend and Jane the Virgin case in effing point. Like, those well, yeah. shows are very different. Right, than right. Anything CW ever Oh, they're had, very yeah. different. But, like I said, like, the aesthetic, like, even whether it's the sitcom or the action show, like, the DC ones, the aesthetic itself is still pretty similar, whereas here, it just looked different and looked more, better quality. A little grittier, a little bit grittier, higher, higher like, production value. And, I like, mean, genuinely gritty, yeah. My defense being... And the trailer that followed did not help the defense. <laughs> no, but when Arrow is on the island, okay, fine. That Arrow dirt on his face. But yeah. the, but you know shows like The Hundred, Jane the Virgin, and Crazy Ex-Girlfriend all have high production value and you know unique cinematography. This looks more like you know thriller cinematic in its style, but I don't think that's necessarily better. Yeah, a lot of the CW is lower looking, but that's because they have lower budgets. But I think that other shows have done high quality stuff. I just. You know, I, I rank it a little bit just on that. It's like don't don't yeah. throw out the whole CW's visuals just because. I'm not throwing it out. I'm just saying this looked like a step up from, which is good. Like I mean, you know, like you have like a solid one, and then well, Jane the Virgin different. Jane the Virgin has has a little of that super hyper colorful look like yeah. a lot of CW shows have. Yeah, but, but I think it fits the, the it very well. It does. It very well does. But nonetheless, I think it's getting anyway. No, I'm, 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 I'm just all saying, I'm saying is that like. This one stood apart, and I like that. I, I agree. I agree. It stands apart, but I don't think it's necessarily, it necessarily better stand compared apart to from the one hundred. Yeah, the hundred from everything sure. else. I think. Sure, sure. Yeah, I haven't seen Contagion or whatever though. That's oh, not a show to bring up. Don't. <laughs> that, no. There's a reason we're watching it. We are. I we, thought you guys were we, loving it. I never said loving. We never said loving. And also, uh, we watched Between. We 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 did that to ourselves too. Do not. Mean not that. only did you do that to yourselves, but from what I hear, are planning to do it to yourselves in season two. Yep. Because we because you. You There's six to. episode seasons. There's six can, episode seasons, and, and they you, air weekly. <laughs> they air weekly, and you kind of have to because we, we just need to know. <laughs> oh, Maybe season two will be no better. Excuse. You Tom. never know; it could yeah. be a better season. Yeah, it yeah. happened. It's happened to some of the best shows on TV have the worst first seasons. 
So yeah, like parks, parks, the office. Um, Vikings didn't. Uh, Revolution's first, first season was terrible. Its second season was great. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, the only other show we saw from the CW was No Tomorrow, which is sort of a lighthearted uh, comedy, which they've gotten better at. I would rather die than watch that fucking show. I hate <laughs> the look of that. So show. do you want to be hit by the meteor? Do you hope the meteor actually hits? <laughs> I hope that uh, that show is DOA, is what I hope. So I don't have to hear about it anymore. Uh, Rich is not, not Rich's cup of tea, apparently. He's freaking Xavier, and he believes the world is going to end. Yeah, but he's a math equation on a projector. Oh, God, he's I can't legit. Stand the concept. To he me, this looks like it. a show that will couple with either Jane or Crazy Ex Girlfriend wherever they end up on mm-hmm. the schedule, since Supergirl is now at 8 on yeah. Mondays. Yeah. Um, I liked the look of it well enough. I thought it had some pretty funny stuff. I could only hear half of it since some people were arguing about the aesthetic of the CW in the middle of it. No, um, sorry. No, no, I'm just Damn, just... burn. <laughs> burn. But the jokes I saw, I actually thought it had some it solid didn't humor. It seem... I, I liked the... the okay, t- take away the part with the stupid <sighs> meteor. The idea of the guy, like, helping her, like... Carpe diem. Oh, you mean going to work and getting her fired with a note? No, 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 no. That was stupid. That's fucking lame. That was stupid. If anybody did that to me, I swear to God, I I would never look at them again. And I would make sure I got that job back. I'd be like, dude, somebody punked you. Give me my job back. (laughs) That'd be the end of the whole carpe diem experiment. I'd be like, whoa, that was way too much, way too fast. I can't even sustain my fucking lifestyle anymore. (laughs) But she said that too. I can't see shit because I got no money. She, she was, clearly got her job back. She I was think, like, she was trailer. like, hold up, that's no, not really? where I'm ready. Yeah, to, yeah, because the the du- Hank through his she's hanging out friends, with her friend, and, and he does yeah. the whole finger in hole thing. Oh yeah, that's what does that. <laughs> awesome, that sounds rad. It was funny in context. <laughs> oh okay, executions everything. I know. I enjoyed the idea of the carpe diem thing. Was it a little one of the most generic ideas of the past sure. ten years? Carpe diem sees the day. I mean. Sure, it's generic, but it's like junk food. There are many generic ideas on this. Yeah, this right. is one of those, like Fiona said, like, it's not my cup of tea, but like, I think it will indulge an audience with if it's coupled with James Virgin and Crazy Ex. No, you're, yeah, when you said that, yeah. it did ring true. I yeah. just never want to see it. Honestly, I mean, I don't, yeah, it's not really something I would watch, but I mean. It looks like, I mean, a nice addition to the sitcom. Wait, really? I probably my, won't watch it, but I'm, I don't want to pass it. No, yeah. My biggest worry for it is that I don't think it, it I don't think it fits on the CW, really. Like, I don't really? think it, it catches any of their demographics. It's not going to catch... You don't think Crazy Ex-Girlfriend will... Maybe. Maybe that's the thing, like but that? I don't think Crazy Ex-Girlfriend hasn't really blown up as no, much. No, it's I mean, so incredibly lauded that they just... And Crazy Ex-Girlfriend has the musical. Jane has the telenovela. You know, there's the superheroes, the vampires, and horror stuff. Absolutely this fucking one, nothing. It has a meteor <laughs> and a hot dude. I don't know what more you need. That dude's natural. hot? <laughs> like, he's the I'm least sure hot... People think he's the least hot hot dude I ever saw in the CW. Okay, now I'm not personally. Saying, no, well, no, he's no Stephen Amell, but he's an attractive dude, and yes, you know, if attractiveness only requires a six pack, maybe <laughs> for some people. For some people, oh, yeah. Uh, so last for the CW, we didn't see a trailer, but I am personally excited for this show is Riverdale, which is in a way a continuation of the Grand Archie experiment of the past six, five or four or five years now. Starting with Afterlife. Starting with Afterlife, Life with Archie, and, you know, the death of Archie. The rerun, the rebooting of the series. The Mark Waidification of Archie, yeah. yeah. Um, right. The Chilling Tales of Sabrina, all that. 
Uh, Riverdale is it a... It is about time, because like, the thought of going into a store... I didn't grow up with Archie, but even still, the thought of going into a store and ever buying one of those little Archie comics, like it's just so far from my mind. But now that Wade's writing it, like I'd buy that trade. Yeah, yeah. that's... Uh, that's um, I feel I mean. the same way, yeah. Yep. But Riverdale is a television version of um, Archie, basically, and uh, I think they're going with Riverdale so it can be more generally a Archie ensemble Bun- Is it about Archie Bunker, this one? No, it is not about... Ar- it's about Archie Andrews. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So he's not like comically racist the the idea behind this one now there's not a whole lot on it there's not a trailer it does star (coughs) dylan sprouse (coughs) cole sprouse one of the sweet life twins pick the twin you gotta get the twin right i gotta get the twin right i'm putting my money on dylan and uh we'll see but uh i think it's dylan sprouse as jughead uh that's really like the only actor i know but it's being described as archie meets twin peaks what and it starts with Uh, the murder of one of the kids from riverdale yep and so that is the prize. I know, and that's huge. a little more interesting, isn't it? Oh, but Mr. Rich was back here. He was leading his chair. I don't care. Oh, it was Twin Peaks murder. <laughs> right, right. Dead teenagers. Wait, is what? there a twist? Is there a twist somewhere in this? I think I smell a twist. I mean, I think any true film buff, when you say Twin Peaks, they, that, that too. Yeah. But but especially for me, like, like like for example, Wayward Pines was Rich Cat. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, but that was the CW. They, of course, famously at this point renewed their entire lineup. <laughs> Except for Beauty and the Beast. Well, that's part of their summer. That was canceled last summer, so okay. um, that had already been like renewed for a final and we season. We had Supergirl added to. Yeah. So know. tell me about this. What do you guys think about? I never got to hear your impressions on. Well, Super- I think it fits because like it, it felt so weird that Supergirl was off on another network, but still don't forget somewhat though. set in don't, this universe. So, so it's not. So so don't forget though. There's the two factors. One, at least up until now, and I haven't been watching, so I don't really know. You guys do. But just to point out, one is that it is like to, to I think to have the crossover, they had to like go to a different Earth. Yeah, right? she is on a different mm-hmm. Earth. And, and number two, budgets on the CW and CBS are dramatically different. Uh-huh. Go. What are your thoughts on both of those fronts? Um, I I don't know. I honestly didn't notice a huge budgetary difference. I mean, the flying looked better on Supergirl right. than it does on Legends. Right. Um, maybe they have those assets that they can hold on to. Yeah. I think the biggest risk is that they're they're not going to have as much of Callista Flockhart as Cat Grant because she was she's based in LA, which is where they shot Supergirl. Now mm-hmm. they're gonna be shooting in Vancouver. Um however they I think they're working on a deal to at least have her in a recurring capacity. And the end of Supergirl season one kind of sets it up that if she isn't on the show as much, it makes sense. Uh it'd be a shame to lose her. She is one of the best parts of that show. Yeah. Um As far as it being an alternate universe, I mean at this point they time travel all the time. I'm sure universe yeah, hopping. They, oh, yeah. Real, actually, universe hopping already isn't even a thing. You know, they can she can just have a vibe hole or something that she pops through. As, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I think it'll be interesting. It, it was because it was definitely weird in that episode of the Flash where he comes back and he like and then they're like they don't say anything to him and yeah, he's not even like he went yeah. to a different Earth and he can't even say Supergirl. That, yeah, like, that's one of like. It's I'm bizarre back. because yeah. yeah, it happens a few weeks later on the Flash because they didn't line up because it wasn't on CW and scheduling. But he like comes back from the alternate universe, and it's weird that he never mentions it because they showed Supergirl earlier that season yep. in in a time in like a rift when he was traveling between universes. But beyond that, literally the problem they were trying to solve was traveling between universes, and he never mentions it. So that was just kind of a weird moment. That was yeah. Um, and maybe it's not to confuse people, I guess, but the, I feel like the CW audience is way more into it than the Supergirl audience. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, I, I'm all for Supergirl being on that network. I think, really, it's where it's it always belonged. It's also more sustainable. 
Uh, long term, with those kind of budgets, I don't know if they were getting the ratings they needed for that. I don't know if that was sustainable. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I mean, CW, the, the bottom line, CW requires far less viewers. I mean, right. and Supergirl was getting more viewers on the CB, on CBS than really any of the CW shows. So now it depends on how much of the audience migrates with it, but... That'd be cool. Yeah, that's cool. It's interesting, though. CBS was just like, nah, we just can't keep it. I don't know why. Yeah. Now, the other big piece of news, of course, is that in December, there's going to be an epic four-part crossover between all of the CW superhero shows. Maybe that, you know, I'm trying to think what what requires that much effort. Maybe they'll do something that brings it Now what they need to do is take Gotham, completely redo the entire show. No, Gotham's a hit. Gotham's a hit. There's nothing going to happen to Gotham. I'm just telling you what I think they should do. Take Gotham. Is it really a hit? It is. Yeah. I can't fathom that. It's a Why? hit? I don't understand. That show's the most popular, probably, superhero show on I don't TV. understand, but... That show's horrendo. Yeah. Like, my grandparents are You're even really of... into superhero shows, but they love Gotham. You're looking at one of the biggest Batman fans. I cannot sit through it. Like, Batman uh, is my favorite superhero yeah, oh, universe. I've seen far. Gotham right, season right. one twice. I can't even watch Gotham. No, I can't no. even watch it. Fish Mooney? Yeah. It's a highly entertaining Two words. For what it, it is. is. Fucking Mooney. It yeah, is so... yeah. And Robert Lord Taylor, I actually really like as a penguin. Like, like he's really good in it. I mean, you I, actually, of course, he's genius. No, he's no actually necessary. No, I know. But the fucking show. No, but Ben McKenzie so, isn't great, and he mainly talks skirting through his teeth. Uh, like, Donald Logue's pretty good as Bullock. Yeah, kind of, they really don't give him enough to as, do. At least what I saw. As, All he's like then, is, you, you can't know, do it. This the, place is corrupt. You got to get corrupt with it, kid. The guy and who he's plays like, no, I won't. Harvey <laughs> Dent somehow. Even in direct sunlight, half his face is always in shadow. So that's an impressive acting talent to keep half your face in shadow. <laughs> oh, it makes me so angry every time because I'm like, he's in direct sunlight right now, and half his face is still dark. But anyways, anyway, uh, so it's possible this this crossover. Maybe they'll fight the Anti Monitor, just reboot or weird yeah. like bring maybe, Supergirl maybe in type fight, of thing. Maybe they'll take all the like the CW heroes. And, like, have them, like, bust into, like, a conference room. And it'll be, like, all the Gotham writers. Like, the writers' room for Gotham. And, like, the CW superheroes will just kill them all. That would be fantastic. I thought you were going to be legit. Because I was thinking, oh, maybe they'll do Battle World. Maybe that's what they'll do. But then it's like, oh, no, you're you're amazing. But anyway. I'm excited. I'm legit, apparently. Uh, I review... I write about every single DC show on the CW in some capacity now. and I'll uh, be reviewing the Flash for the season finale this week. Awesome. Uh, For uh, all the epic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that is it for the CW, and that just leaves us with one network, and it was the network with 12 trailers, so... Uh, so many trailers. Thanks. So, so many trailers. Still a lot trailers. to get through, but Fox, um, this so will be a really... So many actually, trailers. Actually, we're starting with a really easy one, uh, the Prison Break revival. Which I didn't get to see the trailer for. Oh, uh, yeah, because it's spoiler How does it look? Uh, it looks fine. I, I like Prison Break Did a lot. Did you say fun or fine? Fun. Okay. Fun and fine. I mean, you know... Uh, this isn't a show I was clamoring for. I, I liked the ending to Prison Break. I thought it was pretty conclusive. Um, but it's definitely a get-the-band-back-together feel. Um, you've got pretty much everyone major, except I think one or two actors that aren't returning or aren't announced to return in any capacity. Um, Maybe that's the reason, Captain Cold. That is the reason. Well, yeah, he, he's off to shoot that's that. That's why. He's yeah. off shooting that, so he'll do cameos. Yeah. Okay. Well, guest spots. But, but I mean, still, it's, he makes like how, tomorrow. How well him or him? Or, well, I forget. You don't like Sarah Lance? I don't no, I do like Sarah. I like okay. I like her much better now that she's um, like Mary. <laughs> she was the best character on Arrow. All right, all right. Back all right. when she was Sarah. No, okay, that's a rant for another day. Right. Yeah, I just, Kelsey's on my side. <laughs> Yay! Yes, <laughs> I like her as White Canary. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, 
I like Prison Break a lot. It was one of my favorite shows of that decade of television, you know, the mid-2000s. It, uh, We've it, talked a lot about it over the years, about loving it. Yeah, that's why I love Mintworth Miller, uh, Dominic Purcell, Robert Nepper, Sarah Wayne Callies. Fullback Tattoos. Yeah, I mean, look, the tattoos are ridiculous, but, you know, they... Jordan, Jordan has a fullback tattoo uh, all oh, yeah. planned I do out. not. He does. No, he's got it planned out. He's going to get it. He's going to oh, get yeah. it. It's a prison break homage. It's... It actually just is the words, prison break. <laughs> it's Whitworth Miller's face. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad face to have tattoos not on a, you. No, no. Uh, I'm just going to tattoo his face over That face. way, when he's with a girl <laughs> and... Creepy. Just kidding. So, prison break looks good. Um, I like prison break a lot. I don't know. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, the other revival is 24 Legacy, which is, I guess, the second revival so of 24. What, here's, here's what's so sad. The fact that Kiefer Sutherland is wasting his time with that other show while and not doing this. Like, He's done nine it, years though. of 24. He's a producer on this show, though. Okay. Maybe 24. I don't know. 24. They can give him a cameo. I just don't like the way this one looked. I got no problem with any aspect of it. I just it just didn't look fun. And do you watch Twenty Four? No. So you know, I mean, I as someone who's watched the first seven seasons of Twenty Four, you were like really struggling to get through a couple of those. I season remember. seven, I'm still in because yeah. it's a bad season. No, um, five and six, you were just like, oh, no, five is the best there season. Was one of, of them, you were just like, oh. yeah, seven. Oh, okay. Six was all right. I actually like six more than the general consensus, but uh. No, season... The problem with 24 with Jack Bauer in general is just he became fucking super cop. I mean, Jack Bauer is indestructible no matter what you do to him. So I, I think 24 as a concept way outstrips Jack Bauer. I do too, but Jack Bauer's not doing anything, so why shouldn't he He's be doing in it? Designated Survivor, and yeah, he might just be president. tired of... Look, action's a tough genre to shoot, so... I don't know, he did might you see that man drunkenly tackle a Christmas tree? He seems pretty spry still. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Anyways, so I... You need a minute. Uh, no, uh, 24 Legacy, you know what? It looks perfectly fine. It has Jimmy Smith. Does it look like a show you're going to watch? Yeah. I actually like the idea of it being refreshed, because I want to watch Die Another... Or Live Another Day. Wait, what's... Die Another Day? What are you talking about? 24. The 24 oh, reboot. I have not watched Southern. a single episode of 24. You should... I got the list right here. We got to put that on. That's the list. Thing, but you're gonna you know, watch wait, all 24 again. Yeah, Jordan. The, like since they just had that little revival with Southern and all that, do you think this is all that necessary, or do you think it will? Like fans are still like, I mean, because I know that was a short lived the living the other day, whatever was a short lived one kind of revival. Do you think that was more as a precedent to this? I I think it did well, uh-huh. and I don't know how long this. I think this might be another short season. Okay. Um. To me, it's the idea that, you know, there's still life in the franchise and giving it a fresh... Yeah. Just giving it fresh blood. I think that's entirely fine. I mean, really, 24 has a high turnover rate outside of Jack Bauer and Chloe Sullivan. So it's entirely possible to do just a new protagonist. And and I like the idea... I I just... I, I don't know. I'm not a huge enough fan that I'm, like, dying for more 24, but I'm interested in this as a fresh way to enter the franchise. The only thing is when I see, when I think action movie or a show and I hear Legacy attached to it, I think Born Legacy, which is awful. No, so, Jeremy Renner. Uh, I didn't hate it. I like Jeremy Renner, but that movie is <laughs> no. terrible. It was- oh, yeah. You know what? It is terrible. That was the yeah. one. That, the, you know what I hated about that movie? He was like a, he was like a, a, a Nimrod or like a, he was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a dumb guy yeah, who like yeah. they made smart. I was like, dude, yeah. don't do that. Right, right. Don't make him like a low IQ guy. Like, yeah. it's stupid. Just yeah. Don't do that. 
Because then every time I look at him as a smart guy, I'm still thinking of him as not that smart. Mm -hmm. Even though he is now, and it's like, don't do that. I know. It's a bad idea. Continuing with the revival, we got a very brief teaser for the Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, TV movie remake. Looks phenomenal. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You got Laverne Cox as, you know... Which I feel like Frank 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 it, for that production value and to make it look really good, I think the movie is the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you have an actual transgender person playing the transgender Frankenfurter. Awesome. So. Sweet transvestite from Transsexual Transylvania. I don't like Rocky Horror, but I actually might watch this. It would so. be a good way to... I know. like Laverne Cox, so I'm excited to yeah. see her play Dr. Frankenfurter. She will also be starring in a show at mid-season called Doubt, which doesn't have a trailer, but also stars Katherine Heigl. For what it's worth. Okay. So, uh, her star is rising, which is awesome. Uh, so that's Rocky Horror. And the last... Is this the last? No, oh God, they have so many revivals. Yeah. Uh, Lethal Weapon yep. with Damon Wayans uh, and some... Some other guy. Some other dude. Being Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Not Mel yeah. Gibson. So what I said earlier about Training Day, I don't think will work. I think this is a much better one to, if you're taking an action movie and turning it into a serialized show. That Lethal Weapon could work because, I mean, they made a lot of sequels. I mean... That's just quintessential Shane Black. I think you can do things. Like I think this. you're absolutely right in theory. This and and I like the casting mm-hmm. and I like the idea and I love all the right, right. in my head where this could go. However, that trailer didn't get me excited. It didn't blow me away by any means, but God knows why it just didn't do it for but me. But it was it was brief and I don't know. I might give this one a shot. I really like. I'd like to give it a shot. And I, I like this Taxi I love for Christ's sake. Mitchell Cafferty from Jericho. I don't know. It's the Mel Gibson analog. I liked him a lot. He seemed really... I, I, liked I liked that casting. I liked Rich's comment on it, and it wasn't a particularly clever comment, but the guy, he, like, accidentally triggers a dead man switch, and the bomb starts to tick down, and uh, the Mel Gibson, the, like, guy goes, ah, oh, I need a minute. And he, like, chills for a second, and Rich was like, ah, oh, he's too cool for school. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, yeah, that's kind of Mel G- That's Riggs. Yeah. yeah. That is Riggs. Yeah. So, uh... Riggs and Murtaugh. Damon Wayans, though, it always is like, man, he does not look old. Like I was like, oh, right, he's he playing Murtaugh. Yeah. Like, he has a fully grown, like, 30-year-old son. He re- yeah, yeah, yeah. But he still looks like he's in his 40s. Yeah, he wrote now. He uh, really does. So good for Damon Wayans. Yeah, no, but, but I, I'm excited for the show. I I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a fun time. It looks like a fun time. That's right, yeah. So. And that's the thing. If it does that, then that's what, yeah. Yeah, then it captures the weapon. Right. And then last... No, I have to double check. Sure. Last uh, oh. revival is The Exorcist. Which is a... But it isn't, it See, isn't. It isn't really Well, it's a, a reboot, but it's, 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 a, I mean, it's What a, it said in the beginning was based on the worldwide phenomenon that's going on right now. Or was it talking about worldwide phenomenon movie? I, mean, I, I would think, think it was movie. talking about the movie. Because right now... It's very specifically like calling back images and they have the sound from oh, the yeah, exorcism. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. It is. Okay. okay. Yeah. The only thing is, like, Outcast is coming so soon around it, so it's a little... Sure, but Outcast isn't going to have an audience. I mean, it's not going to have as big an audience. It's a Cinemax show, which makes me really happy. It'd be great to see Kirkman do, like, a completely unrated show. Cinemax is killing me. They finally have shows worth having, but their subscription, it's like, ah, do I have to add this? Yeah, I know. It's ten bucks a month right now at the Time Warner. I know, but that's ten bucks. I also... They also have American Gods coming, so... Uh, Cinemax American Gods? Yeah. Oh, well, you'll have to subscribe. Oh, I have to, because I'll cast American Gods. i got to watch. You, uh, just get, you know what? You just For those two months, you just get like Cinemax uh, Anytime or whatever it's called yeah. for two months, then you just watch all that shit, and then you just don't have and it anymore. Start, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, next they up, know people do that. we've got Pitch, which is oh, about gosh. the first <laughs> female that like pitcher. That looks like sports movie, just you know, make a show out of it. Being uh, put in... I have no interest in it. I don't know. MLB. Really. Uh, she has a... Fancy pitch 
The screwball? The screwball. Her dad taught uh, it to her, and her dad's like Tiger Woods' dad. Yeah. Her, it's dad, like, her dad is Pike. Her dad is Pike from the 100, from the so 100, Jordan yeah. and I immediately were like, no. And then he was a douche. <laughs> so we were like, uh, well. <laughs> keeping that streak alive. I don't know, yeah, there wasn't there was a like lot to say. nothing to say on here, yeah. Uh, it is a it's show. Probably yeah. will not watch it. Yeah. Uh, probably. <laughs> I can guarantee uh, you. Kelsey and I like baseball. <laughs> Really? We're pretty big baseball fans. Really? What? I did not know that. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? I never you say one word about baseball in my entire life. I did not know that at all. Fans. Yeah. We actually, I did not know that, that like at all. What are you talking about? I never you talk about one Red Sox game in your life. Stephen King wrote a book about the Red Sox, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was King. I mean, yeah, yeah King, sure. but I did not know that. I thought <laughs> I was like, is that for sure? Shut up. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry that I haven't brought up baseball. We don't talk sports. Well, you need to talk to my dad. So, okay, so, uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, this is just... I ain't buying it. Let's move on. Okay. Turn my... Turn Who won the most recent Red guy. Sox game? Who won the most recent Red Sox game? I'm not... Did, not exactly! Exactly, that's the thing. See? See? Like, yeah, yeah. I think you like the idea Kelsey, of baseball. you're a fake sports girl. I'm a fake sports girl. It's fine. Probably a fake geek girl, too. I'm not going to do fake anything. I'm just saying, like, I think you're overblowing your interest in baseball. My dad was almost an MLB pitcher. That's awesome. For so him. So I'm, I was, I've been brought up around baseball and football. Come on, you this... know what's the show to be boring, or you want me to, like, say interesting shit? Come on. <laughs> Next show on the list hey, is... I don't mean any offense by it. I just didn't know you could, you like baseball. Star with, uh... Young people who I guess Empire, are new. Empire, the sequel, pretty much. That's well, it, it seems very obvious where this is going to fall in the lineup and yeah, when yeah. it's going to air. Uh, it's what got is? Star. Star. With, you got Queen Star. Latifah, Lenny Kravitz. It's so clearly Benjamin Empire. Bratt. Well, it's from the creator of uh, Empire. Oh, yeah? yeah his name was on Lee there. Lee Daniels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's, yeah. It's very much in that vein. I, I, I liked Empire when I watched. I oh yeah, the first yeah. I've watched like eight episodes of Empire. Uh, I've heard it really falls apart in season um, two. Yeah, that's why I was. Um, how so? Like, what have you heard? I don't really know. I just heard it got less interesting. Never right. seen the reviews tank. But the, I mean, uh, but the but season one I, I enjoyed. So I um, think yeah, so, I mean it's again there's not one not really my cup of tea. But it looks. I mean, Lee Daniels does a good job with that kind of stuff. I let mean, me let me say this at work. Everybody's favorite two shows are Empire uh-huh. and Power, which is a sh- not Power, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Power on okay. Stars. Now this is a show I heard nothing about ever, but apparently it's like the R-rated or unrated version of Empire. <laughs> okay. Without as well, there's music in it. I just realized but, you could rattle off how much <laughs> Cinemax is a month because he worked there. Oh, stop it! Don't give away the ghost. <laughs> That's why I rattled it off, and then I didn't mention. I'm, it sorry, specifically. I'm sorry. I do not work there. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Right. I forgot about that. Anyway, that... Uh, it I, doesn't define you. I you are work, not a number. <laughs> I work at a place where people like this show called Power. Um, anyway, and Empire. But no, everyone's just like... It's like Power's like the official designated show of this office. Everyone's just like, dude, new episode of Power's coming on. It's finally back from hiatus. And I'm just like, I never heard about Power and anyone ever liking it ever. Is that in the my MMA home, like, show? No, that's 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 the one that's on DirecTV. Like, uh, like the DirecTV is like... Like DirecTV's audience channel or whatever, like right. has that show. What's Power? Power is Fifty Cent's show oh. about, and it's on Stars, and it's like, and it's like about to start its third season, and it had like a short first season of six episodes. It's about a dude who's like a big time drug dealer, and he decides to go legit. I mean, like so many of those shows, you know. 
Uh, so Star, I don't, yeah, I don't think it has, uh, you know, it'll probably do so what it wants really to do. We're not really the demo. I we're mean, not. Yeah, right. but I think there is an audience for that. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say it's impressive how many of these shows someone on here liked, so. Yeah. Or, or at least is but the demo got, for. I do have to say, though, that as we go through this whole list, there's very few that I'm, like, mad excited about, now yeah. that I think about well, it. But, uh, what about Pop, 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 Shots Fire? Oh, another work reference, dude. There's this girl at work who loves who loves when there's controversy, um, when everybody's like talks some shit. Somebody's just like, "Dude, man, you know you were really late this morning." And she's like, "Oh shit!" She's like, "Oh, shots fired, pop, pop, pop!" And it's just oh, great. Wow. It's that reminded great. me of Crossfire. The way you said it was like Crossfire, and I was like, "No, not that uh, song." <laughs> but she does it so much better than me. If you heard her do it, because she does it like subtle, like shots fired. This. Pop, pop, pop looks like uh, in a season of American Crime. Uh, it's basically yeah. about the cops in America today yeah. shooting what show? people. Shots, Shots fired. fired. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> it's it's race flipped. The cop is African American and the kid that gets shot is white, but there's also a family where you know, white cop shot black yeah. kid. And um, then there's a video of a, of a black officer getting yeah. inaugurated it's, it's saying, the, I want to shoot some crackers. The black officer who, shoot, who shot the white kid. Yeah, it is the specific guy oh. who does yeah. shoot someone. Well, for, in my opinion, that show, like, normally I probably wouldn't watch it because I don't like those shows like American Crime uh, that want to take me by the balls and pull me into, like, the American race war. Like, I just don't want to, I don't want to do that. Uh-huh. I just personally don't feel like watching that. Um, and especially when they like play up the drama real heightened, like I know this shit's going on. It's horrible. I watch the news and I'm all about hearing some news about it and supporting the, the right side, but th- I don't want to get pulled into that in my dramatic television. This is yeah. definitely that. However, I love the lead actor. I really liked him. He gripped me for some reason, not by the balls, but he, he, he was just gripping to me. I mean, I just, something about him. I, I'll say anything, dude. Something about him though. It just was really interesting and compelling to me. I, his beard was weird. It was just like a unique look. I don't know. <laughs> his beard, it was weird. It was great. No, something it, 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 weird. No, it I don't know. Something was gripping about that. <laughs> anyway, all right. I'm going to stop. Okay. Um, What's next? Next up is... Uh, I zoned out a little. Uh, next up is... <laughs> After next up is <laughs> APB. Yeah, uh... Justin oh, Kerr. I'm really excited for this. Like, yeah, this looks really that's good. That's a Robocop-ish. It's well, like he's a minority a report, but like good. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a rich dude who uh, gets, his friend dies and it's because the cops weren't responding fast enough. Because so there was not enough of a budget in this one like District yeah, so, 39 yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. So he donates $100 million to take over a precinct and he like future cops him out with these super fancy tasers and, and, a, and a crime app called APB. Uh, and it's all about them working together to bring the crime rate down. Um, it looks pretty baller. Could I, I really like Justin shitty, Kirk but... a lot. Yeah, I, was about to say, I, I just finished up Weeds not too long ago, and I love Justin Kirk. He was like my favorite part of Weeds. So to see him again, I'm really excited to see him again. Yeah, so it'll hopefully be interesting. I mean, it's not the type of show I normally watch, right. though, honestly, as yeah. much as I like Justin Kirk. So I, I might check it out, but probably not long term. Yeah. Um, but I hope he does well. He's been trying to get a show for a while now, and yeah. I'd, I'd like to see him succeed. Uh, after APB, um, that's all of their dramas. Now we just have three more shows. They're three big comedies for the fall. Uh, first up is Son of Zorn. Yeah. Man, is that look Lord great. and Miller. Yeah. It's Lord and Miller starring yeah. Jason Sudeikis. Yep. Uh, as a He-Man type cartoon character who happens to live in, be able to visit our world and he has a family and, um, it's I'm down really, for this. yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta suspend 
belief a little bit on oh, this a one. A little oh, bit, yeah. More I, mean, bit. I mean, you, I mean, straight up because like his son is a is a flesh and blood son, but like he's totally animated. The, to me, what, <laughs> to me, what really summed it up for me and made it really interesting, or the, the the joke that really landed for me was like when, and it's a little bit, um, what's the show? Uh, Vice. Um, oh, are you talking about Archer? Yeah, it's very Archer in some ways, but when he goes into that office and she's like. He, he's just standing there and the woman is just like somebody smashed this table and it looks like it was done by like a big long metal sword she goes do you know anybody who carries around a big long metal sword and he's like you know he's like looking both ways like you know like crickets and he does this huge sword hilt poking out I mean it, I don't know it just struck me funny it's kind no, of basic no. but <laughs> no, it was it what? was great I think it'll be fine. it could go either way but the pilot looks funny yeah. Uh, I like Jason Sudeikis. I love Jason Sudeikis, and he's nailing it on uh, Last Man on Earth right now. I haven't seen the last couple episodes, but I saw him get like reintroduced to the cast. Awesome. So, uh, that one is one that looks cool. Another one that looks cool uh, is Making History, that looks like, yeah, yeah. which is also from Lord and Miller, and yeah. stars Adam Pally from, most recently, The Mindy Project, but also from um, Happy Endings. Happy Endings. Uh, oh, that and... does look really good. This yeah. is the fourth <laughs> time trap. Frequency was one. I don't know if we called it out as that, but obviously had some yeah. time manipulation stuff going on. But this is the fourth and final new time travel show. To of the me, fall. this is like the good version of Timeline. This or is whatever like that one's called. Bill and Ted along the lines. What was that one called? Yeah. Timeless. 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 Okay. This is like the good version of Timeless. Uh, so making history is about uh, he he basically has the ability to go back in time with a duffel bag that he gets into, um, and he sort of screwed up history somehow. It's hot tub hot tub time duffel. And so he he uh, he gets his friend who knows a lot about colonial England to come back in time and help him set things right. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure if it's going to be like them bouncing around through history or if it's all going to be set in 1776 because it, it definitely gave him like his girlfriend is in 1776 and that made a big point of her being a character. And she's so. Paul Revere's daughter. Yeah, she's Paul Revere's, Revere's daughter. So it's like, but Paul Revere does not approve. Yeah, it seems like the kind of show that would be built around bouncing around timelines, but. The production values look pretty legit. So. And if you're going to have production values of that level for just 1776 and it would be a one or two episode thing, not likely. Yeah, so maybe it'll be right. arcs. Maybe they'll have a new timeline every season. Um, it looked fun, though. So, I, so I buy in on that. What I like the best is that they're really playing up uh, movie quotes in it. Yeah. And I love that. For the film buffs like yeah, you, yeah, uh, yeah, Kevin, yeah. being a huge film buff, I can imagine that's an extra level of fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm very excited about this one. I, mean, I like the aesthetic. I, I think... Um, Good casting, you know, it, it just looks fun. It's definitely something I'll watch. Like, I like, I mean, the sitcoms I enjoy the most are ones creative, both high concept and just have the humor there and the characters. Yeah. Uh, and then the very final show is The Mick, starring Caitlin Olsen from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, this looks good. Yeah, this one had, yeah. uh, you know, she looks like kind of. Uh, her sister gets arrested, but she's super rich, so she goes to take care of her kids. Yeah. And, uh... She grows a heart of gold in the process. It's a bad Santa, bad teacher sort of setup yeah. to her character, but, but yeah. it looks good. It looks fun. Uh, it, it's hard to say much more about it, just, um, if you watch the trailer, I think pretty much all the jokes landed pretty well. Oh, I think, um, yeah, no, I definitely, it's uh, something that I definitely want to check out. It's smart. It's smartly written. Yep. Yeah. Um... So yeah, that is all of the shows, and there were quite a few of them in the here. Um, well, close to forty shows we talked about here. Um, overall, I would say nothing was a standout like to me. 
I think we all kind of feel this way. Rich said yeah. it a minute ago. Nothing's a huge jump out, like, insta-smash hit looking type of thing or anything. But, but maybe, that that's a, maybe that's a good thing, because last season I was like, ooh, blind spot. Ooh, Quantico. Ooh, whatever else. And, uh, like, and like I watched none of them. Yeah, well, I was like, ooh, Minority Report. I was, like, I was like, <laughs> rethinking oh, Minority Report. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, Minority Report. Stark Sands, I love that actor. Didn't watch an episode. <laughs> well, not to mention you didn't miss anything. I mean, it just it just died on the effing vine. I did. I mean, it, it was really just, did. it just wasn't I heard done nothing right. about it. Even after the, like, for the pilot, I heard nothing about it. Like, it was like, here's this show, we're not going to talk about it. But anyways. Well, I mean, it, it, that show just was failure to launch, dude. Yeah, um, but overall, yeah, you know, it's the big thing. There's no no new comic book shows, except Riverdale, kind of, but, you know. Yeah, that's well, that true. Well, that creature premieres tonight, but. No, yeah, no, there's new. a lot of new comic book shows. They're just not on this network. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well. And all, there's also that more Marvel no show superhero shows. No Marvel show that's coming that we don't know yet. The Cleaners or the Cleanup. Damage group. Control, that's not confirmed in any way. That may not come in. It's anyway. a put pilot, but. A what? Put pilot. It means they have to do the pilot. That's oh. where the stage was at. So the most wanted is not happening now. Yeah, which is crazy to me. Uh, another little in new, in just news that's interesting. Uh, Castle has not been renewed now. Um, it, it was really it's for the best. Oh, right? way for the best. So Stan Akatic, who I mean that show. I don't care if it's called Castle. That yeah. show was Castle and Beckett. It was. And, um, you know, yeah, they could have done a 13-episode season of Just Castle. I don't know where Beckett would have been. Maybe they would say, like, she's at home and he's... I don't know. But, like, they could have done that, but it would have just ruined the ending of everything that's been building on the whole show. Because they would have had to have a breakup or something, you know? Like, to have her not ever be in an episode. They did it for budget reasons. They couldn't renew her contract or the... uh, or the other prominent woman on the show. I mean, it was just really, really bad. It was just from a PR perspective and a creative perspective, just a really bad move. Like, yeah. all the dudes on the show got, like, renewed, and every, like, important prominent woman who's been building her career on that show for eight years, like, just got iced. And yeah. it was really, it was really tactless and bad. But anyway, and also there's the rumors Nathan Fillion and, and Stan Akatic don't get along, and, and he's now a chauvinist, people saying. I've heard a lot of people jump to his defense and say that's not it at all. There were some disagreements, but nothing about him disrespecting women. So that's good. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that show, everybody thought, because they got the, the two, like, they got all the people's to sign up new contracts, like Castle and, his, and those two, Seamus, and I forget the other guy's name. That uh, Esposito. Esposito. Um, Ryan and Esposito, but one of the guys is Seamus, and the, anyway, um, but they decided to not go forward with it. Maybe because of all the people's atlash. I, I I actually took to Twitter for the first time in six months to say something about it. Um, so that, if that doesn't say you know people you returned are to hibernation from whence you came. Yes, I did, and then I returned exactly. Um, so that happened. Um, and there were a lot of there were some other notable cancellations too. Nashville got canceled. A lot of people say that show was still doing well. Uh, friend of the show, Elliot, uh, is devastated. <laughs> I saw a post on his uh, Facebook page where he's like, I don't even have words for how much pain I'm in or whatever. <laughs> um, and so, you know, hey, man, props to TV fan. The family got canceled. That's a bummer. I mean, it's not an amazing show, but there was one amazing episode. Um, so, anyway, there's been a lot, of, uh, a lot of... Any other cancellations that were noticeable to you guys? Agent Carter, but I mentioned that earlier. Yeah, that's um, a bummer. But not really even surprising, given the ratings. I heard, though, that they made an odd decision to have, like, a, a cliffhanger or something. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, anyway, or not? No, there is a cliffhanger. Okay. Uh, I'm the only one here who's seen that, aren't I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Uh, so, overall, though, yeah. But as far as what we're excited for, um, I don't know. Yeah, what me, are your number ones? Number uh, one comedy and number one drama, and then maybe a runner-up. 
Well, I was just going to do top three, but okay. uh, so let's that's see. Fine. Looking over, Star Trek feels like one I have to honorable mention just because we don't know anything about it. We don't know it anything yet. about an honorable yeah, mention. Yeah. But me, Brian so. Fuller, I mean, if I were if I had to put it in there, I might put it in because Brian Fuller doesn't make bad television. <laughs> um, looking down the list, other than that, uh, the comedy-wise, uh, The Great Indoors looks good, but probably the best-looking comedy to me was... Uh, the Mick or Son of Zorn. Oh, um, really? Not The Good Place. Uh, the Good Place looks good, too. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot. It's, it's tough to, to kind of just pull this there's out. There's some good comedy. Um, maybe the ones I'm most excited for are those time travel shows. Um, Timeless is probably the one I'm most looking forward to. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, frequency and... Time after time, look, I, I don't know, I don't see enough of what, I don't have enough of an idea of what they might end up being about week to week yet. Um, and the Making History, I think, looks really funny. So yeah, those time travel shows, other than that, um, I don't know, there's nothing that, like, super jumps out from this fall, but there's a lot yeah. I'll probably check out. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping we get some Speechless also looked pretty good, so. Oh. Yeah, Speechless definitely looks good. I'm gonna pick my picks now, um. Downward Dog for comedies. That was a comedy with a heart. I really like it for that. I think I would watch a couple episodes. That I also like that girl from Fargo a lot. Good Place looks good, but I would say of my two, that would be Downward Dog, Great Indoors on that one. Um, and then um, as far as dramas, I really like Time After Time as far as something I think I'll really watch. That's, that looks really good to me. Um, and then Frequency. So definitely... I'm definitely with you uh, on those. Lethal Weapon, I hope, is good, but from that trailer, I wasn't pumped. So I would say Frequency, um, APB, and uh, and, the, and Time After Time would be my three bit most excited shows, I would say. But again, none of them I'm like, oh my god, where's the pilot? You know? Yeah. You know, I kind of feel the same way, because I'm looking over, and I, like, starred some of these that I like. Um, For comedies, I think I'm with Jordan. I, like, I'm really excited for the Mick. I think that was probably the funniest comedy that I saw. I'm really excited for Downward Dog, though, too. Um, and then as for dramas, I'm excited for Bull. I guess oh, I, yeah. Bull, I like Because, I, I, like I said, li I like Lie to Me, so I'm excited for another Lie to Me analog. And um, uh, APB is probably another drama that, that I really Weatherly? Is that Weatherly? No. No, Bull, Bull, is, Bull weatherly. is Weatherly. That looks good. APB is uh, Justin Kirk. Uh but I'm actually also really excited for The Exorcist, mainly because I like horror right. things. I and like so horror too. But is it going to be a, is it gonna be a possession of good. the week, or is it going to be uh, serialized? Do you think? I don't know. That's why I'm. Like... Gina Davis is the mother, so I would think serialized. Serialized. Yeah. It probably it's probably going to be like that Damien show. Canceled. Just like that. <laughs> I don't mean canceled, but I mean like. No, I was yeah, I was no, just generally saying yeah. Damien but, uh, was canceled. Yeah, what the hell's no. Damien? It was a show about Damien from the, the you know, uh, the Omen, the kid, oh. son of the devil, grown up, but grown being up? like, oh crap, I might be the son of the devil, I guess. Yeah, like he did, like he doesn't realize it. Yeah. But it got so, canceled. But it got yeah. canceled. But yeah, I guess, I guess those are my, my top picks for, for that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, nothing's really jumping out at me as uh, I really want to see the pilot for it, sadly. Right. Okay. So. Kevin? Kevin. Alright, so... Comedy, definitely the good place is up there because I love Michael Schur. Like, that sells me right there with the creative team because, I mean, I mean, he's did Parks and Rec, Office, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Christian Chenoweth is great. And it's a clever concept, so I'm definitely watching that. Um, Making History, I'm pro that looks fun, too, so I'm probably going to give that a shot. Um, I'll probably just, because, like, again, like, with History of King and Queens and all that, my dad and I will probably check out... Um, 
like Kevin Can We just for fun. You know? Yeah. Um, and then dramas, Frequency, definitely the most excited for. And then Time After Time is the only other one that like looks the most interesting that I still need, I'll need to check it out to see, but Frequency looks like one I'll be why. I mean, yeah, that seems like that's, one I'm going to watch yeah, straight up. I yeah. think that's probably maybe the number one most exciting yes, to me yeah, of everything yeah. we saw. Right. Most right. intriguing. Right. I'm with you, Kevin. Sure. Awesome. Uh, on that note, I have one more question for everybody to close us out because uh, we won't have another chance to talk about this. Sure. Um, most exciting summer show for everybody. The show you're most excited about this summer. Kelsey, you got you to gotta think. I have to think. I don't, what is even coming out this summer? Like all uh, the things. Outcast. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Preacher. Preacher. Um, a lot of stuff. I just can't think of it all. No, I Wayward Pines season two. You know what? No, it's probably Outcast because I've been reading the comic books for Outcast, and I'm so excited. Know, and I'm yeah. excited to see Kirkman on Cinemax, where he doesn't have a rating because right. this book needs to. This book it needs to be on rated. It can't. It yeah. can't really have the constraints of whatever. So actually, no, it's probably Outcast. Okay. It'll fill my horror. Love of horror, and it's just an amazing book. So yeah, if you haven't read the books, you should definitely read the books as well. Yeah. I think I would agree with that because um, I, yeah, I've also read the first two trades and really like it, and I think it really would work well as a show. Um, and just from the trailers, the aesthetic, the look of it, you know, seems to coincide. Um, and you know, I've been disappointed with Walking Dead lately, so I think this is a chance for Kirkman to kind of step up his game. And um, I don't think uh, he you know, like, the day. Of course, day well, of course, Dead, well, he's not really the showrunner, you know. But yeah. like, yeah. Um, but still, um, no, but I yeah. Mean, I, I mean, what, what you more mean is it's time to see like a better Kirkman show. Something different, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm here. And you know, I'm interested in seeing where it'll go. Because um, Preacher, I'm looking, I'm excited about too tonight. But I have not read Preacher. I before. cannot and wait. So um, to watch time, that, but yeah. That is going to be... Okay, so here is a couple uh, examples of some shows. Uh, Baz Luhrmann's The Get Down, New Season of Orange is the New Black, New Season of Bloodline. I love the first season of Bloodline, although I haven't <laughs> finished it yet. Marco Polo, Stranger Things, Voltron on Netflix, Legendary <gasps> Defender. I can't wait for that. Sense8 oh, Season 2, I guess. I don't know when Sense8 Season 2 is. that's still a ways to oh, go. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's not on here. Okay. Um, a Person of Interest, Penny Dreadful. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to get through the list, but um, what else do we know that's coming on? Man, my phone is like being slow as heck, so... Uh, anyway, there's lots of good stuff. What's your pick, Jordan, for the summer? Um, season two of Unreal starts in a few weeks, so uh, that's probably one I'm most excited. You're gonna for. watch it as it airs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, I, I asked to review it, so we'll see. Um, the or it was one of my requests. Uh, Luke Cage is at the end of the summer, so oh, I'm yeah. excited for that as well. Oh, he, it is that's a right. Scream, Peaky Blinders, Powers. <gasps> oh, Peaky Blinders. Yeah, season three is coming on like I think next week. Oh, on Netflix. Maya and Marty Manhattan, that that uh, that uh, new uh, like it's done by Lauren Michaels. It's like a variety show. Mm-hmm. Maya Rudolph and uh, Marty Stewart, or no, Martin Marty she- Martin Martin Sheen. Martin no. Short Short Beauty and the Beast finale season. Outcast comes on uh, June third. Uh, Feed the Beast, the new AMC show with David Schwimmer. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that's June fifth. Uh, Voltron is on uh, the 10th of June. Hell on Wheels, final season. That's a show I feel like I should watch. Like, is it good? Is it, it bad? Is. No, I, I, from, I haven't even seen, like, in continuity many episodes. My grandparents watch it, so, like, I'll be up and I'll be watching it. I can watch an episode and still really enjoy it, so I feel like if I watch it in continuity, I'd probably like it even better. I, like, so basically I enjoy it. Awesome. Uh, now, Brain Dead. What's Brain Dead? 
it is a. I saw you guys watching a trailer for that. Oh, it is. Um, I don't even know. It's uh, like this political thing, and there's. Yeah, it's weird. It looks like alien and, invasion, aliens, but from like the they're invading political areas. That's Mary Elizabeth Winstead is yeah. the lead, and then Uncle Buck. Speaking of something we saw last season, yeah, we talked about that, that in the last pushed. episode. That got pushed far, man. That, that looked funny, though. I know it's coming. Aquarius season two is coming. Mr. Robot. Oh, that's it for me. Oh, Mr. that's Robot. right. Yep, yep. Bit, yep. Season two of Mr. Robot for sure. Yep. Um, Mother May I Sleep with Danger. I guess that's a remake of a movie on Lifetime. Uh, Lego Star Wars. The Anyway. Um, wow. The free, No, I the thought it was Remaker Chronicles? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, American Gothic? Interesting. What's that? I don't know. Oh, it's a remake of an infamous... Uh, centered on a prominent Boston family reeling in the wake of a chilling discovery that someone in their midst is linked to an infamous string of murders... American Gothic reveals shocking secrets from the past as the family's mounting suspicion. What is that on? CBS? Yes. I have to watch that. Sounds amazing. It does sound really good. Uh, Ray Donovan season four, Roadies. Oh, that looks so good, Roadies. This is Cameron Crowe's TV show. Oh, it looks really good. Okay. Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll, I have no interest in. That's like the Dennis Leary thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Marco Polo, Killjoy season two. Dark Matter. You like Dark Matter, right? Yep. Did you finish that whole season? Yep. I'm hoping to review it this year. And I can't believe that Tyrant is still on FX. I can't even believe that. Uh, Stranger Things on Netflix, Ballers. Anyway, I think we have an idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, I would, I would, of oh, the Strain season two or three, You're the Worst is a really good show. Man, there's so much TV. This is insane. Yeah. This is. is insane. This is so ludicrous. Um, but I really want to see Preacher, but I'd say my number ones are Wayward Pines and Mr. Robot for the nice. summer. But nice. no. Anyway, is everybody gone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, on that note, uh, we will be back. Okay, so Kelsey is in town for a while, a little while. Yep. Anyway, uh, so we are absolutely going to be recording a video game episode at least, if not two. Um, we'll definitely have some video game content for you really soon. Been promising that for a while, but it is here. We've been playing tons of games, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so we will talk about those. Um, and uh, what is the next episode we're doing, uh, Kevin? Together with you, we're doing uh, we're doing comics next, or we doing movies? I forget. Either. Yeah, well, um, what's the next big movie? X Men is this Thursday. Yeah. Oh, we have to do an X Men review. We have, don't we? Yeah, I guess. Don't guess. we? No one's excited. I'm not, for I'm not really excited about it though. Why? Because it's. Not, I mean... Why is no one excited about fucking new X Men? Because the review is garbage. Yeah, the review yeah is garbage. I mean, like, I, I'm not. Not like, garbage. It's not like it's not getting I, I bad. I kind of rather talk comics, no, but, but it's not good. We haven't done a comics. I'm up for it. We'll do a quick review of it and then comics or something. We haven't done comics in a while, so okay. uh, they will do I, that then. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually. I'm feeling the comic bug lately. So okay, cool. Well, on that note, look out for some. So definitely some talk about Armageddon or what is it called? Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Whatever. Um, See, you're not, yeah, it's, it's right. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I like that it's Oscar Isaac. I love Oscar Isaac, but yeah. I'm not, I mean, you yeah, know, you know, yeah, trying to talk myself into it. Anyway, so so look out for some game content coming. A lot of it. Uh, look out for some comic book and uh, apocalypse chat. And what were you gonna say? Uh, well, you can always find us at uh, you know on Twitter. I am Indigo Master at E N D I G O M A S T E R. Um, you can also. Find Kevin somewhere. I'm yeah, sure. I'm, I am on Twitter at kwshafe. That's k w s c h a e f. You can also find me on allthat'sepic.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at nerdyloki. That's n e r d y l o k i. Uh, you can find me on Twitter with one tweet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kind of not kidding, yeah. but sorry, not sorry on that one. But uh, no, I am sorry about that. Actually, I'm I'm in deep regret. Uh, what you'll be able to find me a lot more when the site launches. Working on that more this weekend. We're getting there slowly but surely. 
Uh, and you can also find me at Twitter at, at Rich Lepore for what it's worth. You can check us out at thejoyofgaming.com for all our archive of episodes. Uh, we got the real website coming, but... Twitter uh, at the Joy of Game. Yeah, and uh, Facebook, The Joy of Gaming. You can get updates there as yes. well. I will say, though, uh, the rebranding is coming. So it's going to be Joy of Geek with Joy of Gaming as like a sub-page. Cool. Uh, and uh, sub-pages for all the other stuff. We'll be writing content. we got some people lined up to maybe be guest contributors. we got lots of great stuff in the works. Just got to get the infrastructure down. We're working on it. All right. Uh, on that note, great conversation, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Indeed. I'm excited. I, I am and I'm not. I wish I was more excited uh, about the TV <laughs> season. I'm, I am, though, Kelsey. No, I love your optimism. I'm with you. I want to be really pumped, but I don't know. We'll see. It's interesting. But then again, don't forget, right? What we were talking about today was network, you know? And yeah. so network has some good stuff, and I don't think it'll always have its place, or at least for another couple of years anyway. Um, but, I mean, there's so much on Netflix. There's so much on cable. Oh, yeah, cable there's so much that, we didn't get to talk, that you don't get to talk about because they just don't do the, the upfronts. Although, maybe in the future they will. They should. they should. They really should. I, they should just be like a unified thing. People, that's one thing that's really getting lost in TV right now is they're, they're forgetting, like... All the traditions that make TV great. Like, I love the upfronts. I love getting excited, like, at one time about a group of content. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was it was necessitated by ad buys, but, like, it's become a tradition, you know? It's, I yeah. don't know, just like Comic-Con. Uh, anyway. Uh, on that note, uh, I am Rich Lepore. Jordan Alseka. Kevin Schaefer. Kelsey Lair. And we will all see you really soon. Peace out.